What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to the We Have Questions podcast, episode number 37, where this week, Karim and I joined by a special guest, Mark Hodges, the co-founder and director of the Grand Rapids Comic Con, where he shares stories about where the convention was started, where it is now, and plans for the future, as well as so, so much more. And before I start with this week's episode, I'd like to spend a second to shout out Stock the Bar Vodka for sponsoring this week's episode. So with all that being said, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. To those men who are going into the hottest spots. I hope that it will help you to do a better job. You're the moment. You're the only Well, you're still talking. So I, I, got it. The I got it. We got it. We're good. <laughs> well, welcome to another episode. We have questions with Karim and Alex. And we have a, a special guest today of Mark Hodges. Hodge or Hodges? Hodges. Hodges. I was right. Yeah, shout out, Alex. So, yeah. <laughs> anything. All right. Just, uh, you are the... I want to get this right because we had a debate on what you do. Uh, he's, I said event coordinator, but he's not event coordinator. He's event director event and director. Um, Yeah, the idiot who runs it. <laughs> Grand Rapids Comic Con, which yep. comes out November 3rd? 3rd through 5th. 3rd through 5th. I can't wait. And you guys do it three times a year, right? Two. Two? Um, we're looking at doing a third show, which would be a more genre-oriented event that'll be a summer event. But okay. we're not ready for that yet. Plus, we got a few other irons at the fire. We'll see where they, they go. Gotcha. Sweet. Ooh, ooh, that's wait, wait. What do you mean? What do you mean by that kind of event? Like what? Well, we're starting another organization which will be running. We're hoping next year we're going to do the first major events called Nerds Night Out. Oh, and basically, uh. what it's going to be is one night events specifically for nerds. They would be huge names. I mean, names you never see at cons. Never. It would be really, really big. They would be either banquets or presentation type of things where they would be, you know, they're not going to be cheaper things, but it's supposed to be a night out. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things, you know, it's going to be like going to a concert or something. And um, they would be major presentations that would be from, uh, like, like I said, major Hollywood or nerd theme people. And I'm talking big stuff. Think big and you're thinking the way we're thinking. <laughs> um, we're actually going to experiment with it a little with the November show because we've been announcing that we're going to do a couple higher end banquets. Mm. And we have not ready to announce who yet. Sorry, you don't get to see. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn okay, it. It's only but um, <laughs> they will be two big names. These would be names that would... Uh, if they were announced at C2E2, they'd be considered headliners. Oh, wow. Uh, they're big, but they're not as big as what we're thinking for this Nerds Night Out thing. And uh, that came as an idea to me, and I pitched it for investors, and it took a while. But uh, ASM Global, which if you know anything about conventions, which I'm sure this is not your field, right. so you probably don't know, <laughs> but it's the biggest convention organization on the planet. Oh, wow. They manage 300 facilities in five continents. They, if it gives you an idea on how big this company is, they have five divisions of their company. Okay. One division is music festivals. They own 33 of them. One of them is Coachella. Oh, so that's that a 33rd too? of one fifth of their company. <laughs> that's insane. That should tell you how big this company is. <laughs> yeah, uh, remember is when wild. the Rolling Stones went on tour last uh, last summer? Yep. They were the ones that underwrote it. Oh, wow. They underwrite, they underwrite Taylor Swift. Everything from Taylor Swift to Metallica to 
to Garth Brooks, uh, you name it, they underwrite it. Jeez. It's ridiculous. And um, our Grand Rapids rep, Chris Mishuda is his name. I gave him a copy of this prospectus, which is basically a big business plan. Yep. Fancy name for a business plan. Mm. And um, it went all the way up to corporate board meetings in their national offices. And I didn't know that. Chris was like, there's something here, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> and that's what they, that's basically what it boiled down to. And it finally took the point where a 20-year-old intern looked at this and said, well, isn't this just a rock concert, but you have a Hollywood celebrity instead? Isn't that all we're talking about here? Mm. And at that point, all the bells and whistles went off with all the big wigs. And because a 20-year-old intern basically was like, this is all it is. You know? And, you know, and we see this stuff all the time. Right. We call them panels. Right. Yes. We see it all the time. The only difference is this will be panel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. this is going to be stuff, stuff that's ridiculous. Yeah. And the guinea pig market for ASM in the United States is going to be Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's awesome. So you guys are going to be able to experience it. And if it works, they're going to carry it around on a national level. That is sweet. And we think that's going to be really, really neat. We've been playing with this idea for a year mm -hmm. and with these two November banquet things, it's going to be sort of a alpha test to see what we think, how they would work, how we want to do this, so on and so forth, at least the banquet end of it. And then we're hoping to do, and some of the names we're talking to, and I won't go into it at this point. Sorry. They're ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, they're insane in terms <laughs> of who they would be. Yeah. Uh, and we've got major agents that are interested. They're actually talking to us. So it looks like this is actually going to fruition into something. That is awesome. I will say that's why uh, I think Grand Rapids is like booming. Like everywhere we go now, we're bringing more and more like celebrities and whatnot and like creating our own stuff here and branching out. Which I, I will say that, but I still feel like the state feels like Grand Rapids is still small compared to like Detroit or whatnot. It even really though we're the second biggest. I think so too. I think that I think Detroit's getting better. I mean, ten years ago, Detroit was up. Oh yeah, just yeah, be honest, yeah. it was a dump. Yeah. It's getting better. Yeah. They're they're dumping money into certain areas of it, but all you got to do is go three blocks out of that area, and you're in a borderline war zone. I mean, if you mm -hmm. go to the oh, what's the place? The General Motors Tower downtown that has the uh, hotel, Renaissance, the Renaissance Center. Yep. Thank you, where Umicon is held. Yeah. Um, all you got to do is go a few blocks away, and this is dumped when these traveling things is you go a few blocks away and there is a pay by the hour hotel. We all know what goes on. In those <laughs> God honest truth. You have to kick a prostitute out of the doors. You get into your room. I'm not joking. I stayed there once before because it was cheap. And I actually literally had to do that every night. Hey baby. No, <laughs> but if you go to downtown Detroit and you go to the, you go to the, Cobo Hall or whatever it's called now. I know Cobo Hall is politically mm. incorrect. Yeah, I think they changed the name of it to well, like Chemical Bank. Cobo or was, yeah. was a racist pig. Yeah. Really no other way to put it. He was. He was, yeah. a, he was a racist pig. Yeah. Um, but it's the only name I can ever think of when I think of that stupid building because <laughs> it's been named that forever. Right. You know, but in that hotel is the best breakfast you'll ever have. 
is the best breakfast I eat all year. Mm. This really? divey little shithole. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's the best place and to no, get food. I was thinking that. It was like the best shitholes. It's like, oh, man, this breakfast is the mom. best. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, like, and yet they're so simple. Right. It's like the simplest shit. And it's like, it's just all, delicious. Except just potatoes and hash. You know, it's just potatoes and <laughs> eggs and bacon and sausage and toast. But, oh, my yeah. God. Like, it's, it's blessed, had here. It was it's delicious. blessed by, by the angels. <laughs> It's just holy crap this place. Yeah, we know it's a shithole, but here you go. Right. <laughs> like, oh, Afraid to catch you, a disease by sitting but at this table. Yeah. But, but when I travel, I'll go to places like that all day. Yeah, oh, definitely. Really? I have no problem with going to places like that. I know, it saves yeah. money, shit. I mean, you get this breakfast, the plate's three times the size of my head, <laughs> and you can't eat it all, and it's like eight bucks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't go to Bob Evans for under 15. And Bob Evans, no, I have nothing yeah. against Bob Evans, but it's nowhere near as good. No. I haven't been at Bob Evans in years. I haven't seen a Bob Evans like, in years. You have. This when I travel, like, I go to a lot oh, really? of those just because it's easy to find them. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're traveling, which I travel a lot because we go to a lot of shows, you probably mm-hmm. see in our Facebook page every almost every weekend. Yeah. We have, hey, look at all these pictures from this show. You right. know, mm-hmm. it's usually me shooting those stupid pictures. And um, <laughs> so you have to find places that are easy to find. Yeah. So anyway, I'm getting off track, off topic for you guys, probably. Uh, no, you're good. You're good. So you I are from, life. you are from Michigan. I was born and raised in Muskegon and I now live in, which is sort of weird, Hopkins, which oh, oh. is... A tiny little town in between Grand Rapids and Kalamazoo, where probably the biggest con in the country run out of the smallest city. Really? <laughs> probably are. Yeah. Um, because the city is a population of 610. Oh, wow. And I live in the rural area. <laughs> so everyone knows him. <laughs> and that's the thing. And that's all weird because I walk in the gas station to like buy a pop or something, you know, and people will like whisper, that's guy runs at Comic-Con. <laughs> Comic-Con? No kidding. <laughs> hey, Mark, shut up. <laughs> no, and it's funny because it's, it's really interesting because, you know, living out there because you just see things you don't see out there. Like, like over there, you pump your gas before you pay for it. Mm. Where do you do that in any city in America? I mean, that's Jersey, a good question. I still do that? I don't know. I think that's the only thing. You know, you know, because usually you pay for it first, and then you yeah. pump it. Yeah. There was one time I was at the gas station, and there's this the second richest man in the county comes in, and of course everyone out there is farmers. All the rich people are farmers. Mm. And the best way to explain him, if you ever seen the Green Mile, he looks just like John Coffee, oh, and he's shit. just as big. <laughs> Whereas the overalls, the whole bit. The only difference is that he wears. A shirt under the overalls, which of course John Coffee a lot of times don't. Nope. And he has boots to his knees. Wait, okay? is he that is he that built though? Is he yes. built? He's just tall. He's oh. a freaking mountain. <laughs> he is literally covered in waist down in pig shit. I'm oh, talking man. literal yes. pig manure. Oh, literal. Shit. Okay. But you don't dare say anything to the guy. All you gotta do is thump you in the head, you're going through the floor, you know? <laughs> and, I, and he looks at me and he says, You're the guy who married the Robleski daughter, aren't you? And I'm like, yes, sir. And he does talk in a Southern accent, which makes it even more interesting. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, sir. He says, you're looking at my boots, aren't you? I said, yes, sir. <laughs> What's on my boots? And I was like, pig shit, sir. <laughs> he says, no, it is not. And I was like, what is it then, sir? He says, it's money. 
And a lot of it. Nice. <laughs> got four kids. He's paying their college with a checkbook. So he's got to I mean, have some dough. Yeah, there you so go. So Sharks will stop doing this and just <laughs> start farming. Just Hell start yeah. shoveling pigs. Just, yeah. well, he's got something like 20,000 pigs. That's a hell of a lot of pigs. That's, that's, that's a lot of pigs. That's a lot of pigs. That's a lot of pig shit. Like <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, they're my friends. <laughs> Until they get slaughtered. <laughs> so. So yeah, it's it's a weird life. Yeah, because people are like, oh, well, you probably live in the big city, you know. And I mean, I deal with all these, you know, people that are like downtown offices. That's right. Why you live in shit like that? Because you don't want to be around people in the big city that much. I, I, I tell them all that I've got the best view out of any office in the in the area because I look out my window, I see as far as I can see a corn and hayfield. Yeah, nice. As far as I can see. That's nice. There's no buildings, no nothing, no people, no nothing. Right. It's a field. That's yeah. perfect. That's what I'm saying. And then way <laughs> off in the horizon, you can see at the very edge of the horizon, you can see a building sticking up. <laughs> and then if I look to the... I gotta get my bearings here. <laughs> if I look to the west, I look in the far corner of our property is Wood TV, Channel 8's uh, yep. TV tower. Yep. The very far corner, nice. I can see that. That's, and it's just that's the only other buildings we see are what's on our property. That's a nice view. It's an that's it's nice it's nice. Yeah, it's very it's like quiet. Over very you next. Love it. Yeah, I do like it a little. Yeah, further you get the weird from... things too. Like there was one time the DNR knocks on our door and they're like, "Yeah, there's um coyotes out in your property. Do you mind if we go shoot them?" <laughs> I'm serious. This actually happened. And I'm like going, "Okay." And then another time a cop knocked on the door and he's like. Do you mind if we're on your property just because a bunch of cows got away from your neighbors and they're all over your back 40? I was like, yeah, go ahead. So <laughs> Save me stuff a steak. you don't hear every day. Right. Save me a steak, please. The Thank cows you. are loose again. Do you yeah. mind? <laughs> yeah, damn cows. Right. God, they're stupid animals. Anyway, they are. there's a reason why we all eat them as cheeseburgers. Right. <laughs> they're That's just true. stupid animals. They are. <laughs> Highland cows are cute, but stupid. <laughs> They're not cute when you get close to them. That's they're true. Yeah, you like their horns. Right. I will never want to get doing, that close. Nope. You're I'm like, you're sitting there going, no wonder you're going to be a double cheeseburger or something. <laughs> <laughs> then like, speaking of which. And your pig friend's going to be accompanying you on that burger. <laughs> uh, yeah. They put some bacon on it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You can go to that pig farmer and get some bacon. <laughs> oh, I'll be a pig farmer. I'll, I'll do the cows. You do the pig. Oink, oink, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Come on, man. You can't tell me. I mean, if you're going to do something like that, have fun with it. You know? yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. Might that's as well. True. Yeah. yeah. But I don't, want to, I don't want to know how to kill it. Though. That's, I can't. I don't think I can see it. Fair I don't enough. think I can. Have you, have yeah. they, have, have he, has he shown you what he does to the pigs? Or is it more like. I don't know if he's slaughtering them. I think that he's just raising, raising them. them. Oh, okay. You can I think make he's money just raising them. Cow. And then, you know, pigs. he gets like, I don't know, maybe a. Couple thousand ahead, or whatever. oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Then he just, well, then just you know, he fattens them up and gets them to the point where they can't move. And then he throws them on a truck, and so, next thing you know, next thing you know, they're coming out in bacon packs. <laughs> those probably the ones I see when I'm on the highway. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, those poor, those poor pigs. Oh man, <laughs> I bet you're delicious. You see them in a truck, and you know they're, you know that that's their last ride. Oh yeah, I bet they're looking like, where are we going? I'm it's like, like the, it's like the, it's like going on, it's like going down the green mile. You know, God. they're done. <laughs> that's twice you, bro. 
We can bring up Greenbox. I do like I try to tie it into every conversation. I do like that movie. That movie is really sad. I love that movie. That's a great movie. I mean, you know, it was a real interesting. I think one of the most poignant things ever in a movie was when they're just sitting on a porch and Tom Hanks looks at him and says, I need you to tell me something. When I stand before God and I'm going to be judged, and he asks me, why did I kill one of his greatest creations? What am I supposed to say? And there's a lot of truth to that because we all do stuff that is like, how do I answer for this? If I, you know, if you believe that, if you believe in God, what do you say in those cases? You know, I mean, what do you say? And it's interesting because, you know, that's in, in this business that I do, I have to do stuff like that here and there. Yeah. That you have to do something that you not not something as right. mean as killing someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I'm not whacking. I'm not the mafia, but, but or, or dry splints or someone. But said. you crush people's dreams here and there. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, sure you sit is. there and you go, God, you know, I mean, am I going to, you know, should I have let them? You know, you know, some of the you got a question. It takes it. It's a. Uh, it's interesting because I mean, you get some ridiculous proposals. Like we did get a guy who came up to me. He's like, uh, I'm fundraising for a movie. I want to have room for a screening for it. Well, the, okay. So when's the movie going to be done? About two years. I said, okay. Um, when do you want to screen it? November. Huh? Huh? <laughs> I don't know if that math is right, sir. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, that doesn't work. I can't, we can't do that. No, no. And he was really disappointed. Yeah. I like when you can do a fan panel. You can discuss doing it. You can discuss the previews. You can maybe show some. You can do that all day. I don't care. Right. Uh, but um, he really wanted screen time for a film that wasn't going to be finished. Yeah. You know I, mean? I remember a few auditions I did, and I was just like, uh, just never a callback. Whatever. I'm like, damn, what did I do? You know, and that did kind of let me out wait for a while. I'm like, well, let me just start working or whatever. So now I'm back on it, but <laughs> create my own shit. But that's a whole different yeah. thing. No one wants to get shut down all the time. Right. Well, now it's now it's easier to create your own thing more than ever. Yeah, yeah definitely. And you don't need big budgets. And I think you get is more original ideas. I think so. Right. Uh, aspect of that. I mean, even like in this podcast, we got in at a few hundred bucks and yeah, yeah. a few a few hundred bucks and and jump on the internet and and people can listen to you in Thailand if they wanted. To. Yeah. Yeah, that's 100. They find true. it. Yeah. They can. They can. And that's neat. And surprisingly, I, we've actually had like someone in Germany, and then uh, oh, there was nice. one other country that just. I feel like people just randomly find things and listen because, like, I used to do a sports podcast too, and we had people all over that were just listening. I was like, that. Eh, it's crazy how people can find you, but yeah. you get a lot of exposure now, especially like that. It, uh, it's what's, not as hard as it used to be, right? Yeah. Well, we do got to expose ourselves even more. That's true. Yeah. We, we aren't big on the social media thing. <laughs> you that's partially don't want to expose too much. Because you don't, don't want to end up on certain lists. <laughs> or but yeah, even like, uh, what was that? What was that horror movie that just came out that you just Talk saw? Talk to me? Yeah, that was oh, two YouTubers so made that. They, I mean, they yeah. started as YouTube and then they switched over to Hollywood and some people yeah, are regarding it as... Yeah, 24 yeah. I mean, yeah, and there's, there's, a, there's, there's a few, quite a few yeah. production companies that are doing that now. Yeah. That they they're just they're good at what they do and and you know like we had the odd ones out at our show in 2018 and I was cracks all over Walmart, you know <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. like how did that happen? He's just a kid. Right. We brought him in. Of course, his lines were ridiculous, but <laughs> but um, you know, a year later he's in Walmart and I'm like, <laughs> dang, right? How did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> it happens quick for some people. Speaking of, did you watch Talk to Me yet? No, I have not watched. I have it not yet. seen it. Ugh. 
I'm, that I'm, I can let that slide. This fucker, every time I try to ask him, let's go see a movie. Oh, man, I can't do this. I really want that. to. You know. there's, uh, there's one they did I thought was really good. H24. H24? Yeah. Did you see X? Yeah. The I, horror movie? Yeah, the horror movie yeah, where that like, the kids are shooting uh, X-rated film, film. And the, 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 the killers are like... Two old mo- people. people that are old people that used to be models that are <laughs> jealous of them being young and beautiful. Actually, did you see Holy Pearl? Crap, what a, yeah, I, I haven't seen that yet. I gotta see it. Pearl is way better than X. Is it really? It is. It's a lot. I mean, I still like. I still don't see why you feel like killing, but it explains a lot more of her mind. It, it, it yeah, makes, yeah, because X was basically the end of her life. Yeah. I mean, and then Pearl's beginning. And Pearl, Pearl was like the, the prequel. Yeah, yeah. And that, but X was just, a really good film. I man, thought. I was surprised. I, it was, I was in the beginning, I was like, okay, here we go. But once the killing started, I was like, oh, that's creative. Oh, some, there we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> you get some really interesting ideas. Like, have you ever, did you see the Banana Splits movie? No, I, I haven't heard of that. that. Thing. It's a, it's a, you remember, did you ever read about the show in the early 70s, Banana Splits show? Uh-uh. No. Uh, uh, Sid Crofts did it. It was a real cheesy kids show with four guys in costumes, and um, it was like very psychedelic. It had definitely a '70s "I'm stoned uh, off my butt" vibe. Yeah. Um, he, they, they, somebody bought the rights and turned them into psychopathic killers, chasing <laughs> really? around children. Jeez. Oh, it's wild. And they're cracking all the same jokes from the show. And there's this real, this real catchy song that really bores in your skull. Tra la 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 or something like that. And they're singing this song as they're whacking people. And it's like, good. That's hilarious. God. I'm going to look into that. I you got to watch it. The Banana Splits movie. It is so screwed up. It's Five Nights at, at Freddy's yeah. on acid. <laughs> If you then, can pick, you probably, I'm sure you've played Five Nights at Freddy. You've seen it. Yeah. I played the VR Ima- version. Oh. Imagine playing it on LSD. <laughs> That's pretty much what you got. Here. I don't know if I want to play that. I don't know if I want VR headset with LSD. That is I a think strange it. film. Uh, yeah. No, what's a strange film is, uh, uh, I forgot what the movie is, but it turns out there's a, a half goat, half human child. It turns out this woman's husband was fucking goats or whatnot, and then the goat gave birth to this, and so she's like help raising it and shit. It's that's weird. That's also H twenty four. Yep, I can't remember what it's called, but I was just like, this is bizarre. They do a lot of really weird things. Yeah, but yeah, like I said, they are more but they're super creative. They're yeah. not like doing like. Oh, let's make another Friday the Thirteenth or Halloween movie. Not, I like Friday Which the Thirteenth movies. Yeah, so not H twenty four, but you know they will. So no, there's Halloween. There's a new Friday the Thirteenth in production now that Victor Miller <laughs> uh, bought the rights again. I guarantee it's because of how good first Halloween was. They're like, oh, we can do that. Well, and I mean, I mean, you know, the two thousand nine remake was actually a pretty good film. They yeah, took, the, they took the first four films, combined them together, and. Cranked up the violence to 11. Friday the 13th, are you going for Shakespeare? Right. Hell no. <laughs> you're going for Shakespeare. You're going to watch, you're going to watch this big, ugly hillbilly dude in a hockey mask kill, kill dumb college students. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what you go to see. Dumb college students. Fuck it. Well, that's the thing. One keeps keeps her clothes on. You're like, okay, she lives. They're easy films to figure out. Yeah. Well, A24, they're not easy films. No, I, I think everything they everywhere all at different. once is one of my favorite movies. How do you I've feel seen. about the new Exorcist that's coming? I don't have an opinion one way or the other. To be oh, okay. 
But I don't think I don't think remaking something as classic as that is a good idea. Right. There are some films that should sequel. just should be left. Oh, it's a sequel. Yeah, it's uh, they doing what they did with Halloween. So it's like they taking that first. I think the first two Exorcists, and then this one was technically the third. So they bring back the original mother that's helping them out with this thing. But instead of a one demon child, there's two demon. I'm, I'm not gonna see it. <laughs> I yeah. can't. I can't uh-huh. see exorcism shit. I think no. I saw the uh, the uh, trailer for that, and it didn't look that good, anyways. I, I didn't think it looked that good either. To be uh-huh. honest, I was like, eh, that's one of. It just reminded right. me of the first exorcism. I was like, I'm not gonna watch that shit. So right. I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm okay. Right. I'm okay. Yeah, I know. You, I'm sorry. I'm asking questions. You yeah, you guys got to... questions, and I'm, and I'm just rambling. So. You're good. No, that's fine. You already wasted a half an hour of your time. So. Y'all love the ramblings. That, we do love rambling. We that is, we tend to go off track a lot. Yeah. But, but at the same yeah. time, it's not off track because it's still talk about it. It's just that's true. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. we let it flow. Fly, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, you and, well, earlier when you were talking, you mentioned. I, I, you mentioned your well. You mentioned getting married to a daughter when you're talking about the Mount farmer's daughter. Man. Yeah, right. Did you start that with your? You started Comic Con with her. Is that what it said in the bio? It's a strange story because um, in 2006 I came up with this. I was sitting at a. I, at, at that point in my life, I was working two jobs. I went posters at a show on a weekend and got on the street, living in a car. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I had nothing. Okay. Um, and I came up with this grandiose idea of this huge show encompassing downtown Grand Rapids. And I was like, and I sketched it out because it was a slow weekend of this show in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, and I sketched it out. And then I looked at it at Sunday at four o'clock. And I said, Mark Hodges, that is the stupidest idea you've ever had in your life. Who would go to this? And how would you pull it off? And I threw it away. I wish I kept that paper now. <laughs> Um, and the idea never left my head. I did a college paper on it. I was going back to school to go into an all things nonprofit administration. I had some grandiose dream that somebody was going to run a nonprofit, which never worked out because I graduated May of 2010, which was absolutely the worst time to come out of school. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't find a job to save your life. Right. I, mean, I, 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 I was applying for $8 an hour secretary jobs yeah. and nobody would even interview me. Right. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And I was working for the Grand Rapids Toy Show, which some of you may have heard of. Yeah, I've heard of it. Um, little 1,500-person toy show at the homeschool building. And I was very frustrated with it because he wanted to modernize the show. And I said, I would love to come in and help you modernize it. But then he didn't want to change anything. That, that doesn't uh, work. No, no. <laughs> um, I'm yeah. like, uh, how do you expect to modernize it if you're not going to change everything? The first thing you got to do is change things. He didn't want to do that. So I was eventually going to quit. And I was like, I'm just... The hell with it. I'm just gonna, you know. And then my wife said, Well, you had this idea a few years back. I shared it with her. She said, We're gonna do that. I laughed at her. Literally laughed at her. Yeah. Then I looked at her and realized, oh crap, she's not kidding. <laughs> and for three days I tried to talk her out of it. <laughs> and she wouldn't budge. She was a rock. She's like, No, this can be done. And you can do it. And we can do it together. So I was like, Okay. Mm. So we went after it and we went to, we did it at the homeschool building, which is just basically an elementary school. Yeah. Nothing like where we are now. And did a vendor hall. You could buy tables for 45 bucks. It's $5 to get in. It was one of these things where it's like, you know, eh, something you could screw around with in an afternoon. You know, I mean, there are shows like that all over now. Right. But back then there were just, there weren't very many of them. Yeah. And, um, 
10,000 people showed up. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Um, the line out the door when we met fire code was 1.3 miles long. Jeez. We measured it. 1.3 miles. It stretched all the way from 56 in Burlingame to Metro Health Hospital. Oh, wow. Metro, oh, man. <laughs> Metro Health Hospital filed a complaint with the city that we took up all their parking. Think how big that parking lot is. It's not big But it's a lot it's of cars. Now, but yeah, it's, yeah. To this day, the Wendy's down there, which was a mile away from the facility, mm-hmm. it's still their biggest sales day of all time to this day. <laughs> I can see that. Because they got destroyed. <laughs> all those people Because it was line. the only fast food anybody could go to. Oh, wow. And that's before they built the rest of those restaurants. Right. right? It yeah. was before all that. And they have, to this day, it's their greatest sales day. Um, <laughs> that's probably why they built all those restaurants. <laughs> they were like, oh, man, they did They're a like, really good job. <laughs> but it was just one of those things. And I remember taking Jen out. because I was like, no, you got to see this. She's like, I'm busy. I'm working on this. I says, leave it for a minute. You need to see this because she had to see this. And I took her outside and her eyes got like this. And I said, you know, that goes to the hospital. She said, this is a hit. Then she started crying. What are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> so we got through it and then moved to the Delta Plex. And the Delta Plex told us it won't work here. It was a fluke. Jeez. Um, we went in there. We were going to be there for three years. We sold the place out the first year. So then I had to move downtown. Uh-huh. Downtown told us this ain't going to work here. <laughs> it's, this, is, this is not an idea that's going to work here. Uh-huh. And the first meeting was hysterical. I mean, and the honest truth is straight out of the show, The Office. Because I go in and I'm wearing a black T-shirt with our logo on it and a black pair of blue jeans and tennis shoes because that's just sort of the way I am. Yeah. Uh, and this whole meeting, there's like 30 of them in there. They're, it, every one of them is in a two-piece suit and tie, power skirts, that kind of thing. All yeah. of them. Yeah. And I'm like going, oh, I underdressed <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Nobody knows what a Comic-Con even is. And we're talking convention professionals in Grand Rapids didn't know what this was. That's With the exception of Chris Mishuda, which I brought his name up before, yeah. second in command, and two interns. They're in the back completely giddy. <laughs> they know exactly what's coming. And I go through my presentation and showing layouts, this, that, and the other thing. And one person raised her hand and was like, you have some 20-foot aisles. And I said, yeah. I said, why do you need 20-foot aisles? You guys know why we need 20-foot aisles because yeah. the big-ass costumes. <laughs> Everybody knows why. So I, and my answer was, well, how many people go to your other events that have six-foot-wide wingspans? All of them <laughs> are looking at their pads and their, whatever they're writing on or their iPads or whatever. They all look up and do that quizzical, huh? <laughs> all uniformly. I wish Six I could have filmed this. It was, they could have put that in the office and people would have roared. It was really fun. Now it's like, well, then, you know, how many people go to your things where they uh, are on stilts with a 14 feet tall or wearing a suit of armor? And you all know, <laughs> you've been to these things, you know, that's normal. That's this yeah, part, that's of, the, part yeah. of the stick. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I have to figure that in the equation. And then another girl raises her hand and says, I just got out of college. What equation is that? <laughs> <laughs> Christmas shoot is laughing his butt off in the bag. And he's like, he's right. He's right. And um, so, and then we went there and nobody believed in it, which we I've just been sort of used to over the years. Yeah. Nobody believed in it. And then 25,000 people showed up the first year. 
That's crazy. And it was one of their top seven events of the year. They couldn't believe it. Yeah. They couldn't believe it. Um, we told him it will be one of your best food events of the year. It was number one. Um, we told him it'll be one of the biggest parking events of the year. It was number five. And I mean, when they're counting, when they, when we count that, that's not just DeVos place events. That's counting things like festival. Jeez. Mm. Okay. That's counting that kind of stuff. And we were filling parking lots. The symphony filed a complaint that we took all their parking because they did a Saturday night show, not knowing what was coming. They filed a formal complaint with the city. City's just like going, I don't know what you want us to do. (laughs) What do you want us to do? You know, because they wanted, of course, all their higher end. You know, it's it's a higher end kind of thing. Their clientele, they have the main spots and they wanted all the the poor bastards buying Funkos to go move down the street. (laughs) No, we're not doing that. (laughs) But now, a few years later, everybody downtown believes in it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The city is involved. Uh, ASM is helping us financially with some big projects. I brought up the Nerds Night Out project. ASM is going to be the bank to help get that ball rolling. Because, of course, I, I make a lot less money at this than people think I do. Yeah. Because some people think, oh, he's got to be rolling in money. No. The only reason I'm on a farm is my wife inherited it. Yeah. The only reason. And it was paid for. So we live cheap, (laughs) Um, which is nice. Um, So it allows us to do what we want to do. And plus, we have a lot of staff members that are actually paid some of them full time to run this thing. It's complicated. Right. Um, But it's fun now because now everybody believes that they just gave us a five year lease. Oh, nice. We're only the third company in. The 25 year history of that building to get a five year lease. That's awesome. There's the only one other ones was Wolverine Worldwide's annual conference and the auto show uh, and, and us. Yeah. So that's quite an honor. Yeah. That is and awesome. I had to fight tooth and nail to get that. That was my last convincing everyone because now, now you're involving billionaires and it was qu- quite a thing because. You know, they're literally sitting in the room to discuss this literal billionaires. And you can probably guess who, because yeah. there aren't very many billionaires in, in West Michigan. Right. But you can probably guess who they are. Yeah. Mayor of the city. Of course, you can guess who that is. Uh, yeah. City council members, what's called the CAA, which is the Convention Arena Authority, which is uh, the people who plan all the downtown stuff. We have a very good CAA in Grand Rapids. We should be, we're, we should be, all should be very thankful for them. Yeah. They're pretty visionary. They're not. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's good. Um, Experience Grand Rapids was the main tourism arm for Grand Rapids. Uh, The symphony was involved. The hockey team was involved. The basketball team was involved. They're all meeting to discuss, can we have a five-year lease? It was quite a complicated process. And then they gave me 50 hoops to jump through. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to prove this. You got to prove this. You got to do blah, 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 blah. And I lined it all up. That's good. And I proved all of it. Yeah. That's actually and really awesome. uh, that's where we got to the point where they're like, we need to discuss this. And there were people that were like, no. Not a lot of them, fortunately, but yeah. there were a lot of them were like, no. And basically what it boiled down to was money. Because <laughs> if you know anything about what goes on with the city, and I keep saying if you know anything, I'm sorry, I'm not I'm not implying it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just stuff yeah. that the average person doesn't. Right. Yeah. The city has had to eat a lot of albatrosses lately. Mm-hmm. Um, 20 Monroe, a lot of people know that the owner from that just got up and walked away from it yeah. Yeah. and basically left this giant, 
huge complex, the Bob, right. in the middle of Grand Rapids, basically rotting. Right, yeah. for and six, like, seven months. And he's like, yeah. screw it, I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, which shocked a lot of people. It said he had to eat that, and they're eating it. Yeah. Um, Festival is losing money hand over fist. They're eating that. They're trying to keep Art Prize alive. My opinion is they should just let that go. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Yeah, we can um, talk about that later. <laughs> um, I think they should let it go. Um, yeah, I think so too. But celebration on the grand—they're trying to resurrect. They've got this new uh, where the old uh, where that old seafood joint is. They're turning that into a big theater thing, which is a giant. Money oh, thing. Charlie's Crab. Yeah, Charlie's Crab. That's what it was called. Well, and then they have the amphitheater coming too. Yeah, the amphitheater. Yeah. That's what I, oh, I, yeah. I think that's where I thought they were. From what I heard, they were moving the rapid. To a different location and then putting it there, like over on Wealthy. And uh, that's what I last heard. I don't know. I think that'd be a weird place. I don't know. I haven't paid enough attention, to be honest, with that specific thing. But the city's got a bunch of albatrosses around their neck. Of course, they had to eat a lot of money from the Rob Bliss stuff, if you remember that at all. Uh, They'd eat a lot of money from that. And um, basically, it boiled down to money. And they were like, well, Okay, well, let's look up this guy's money and see what does he owe people. I've never taken a cent of taxpayer money, a dime, nothing. And then they were like, well, how much do he owe the police department? None. How much do he owe the city? Nothing. How much do he owe parking? Nothing. How much do he owe the DeVos place? Nothing. <laughs> so, and they were like, all the oh, no, this isn't an albatross. <laughs> They're like, no, no one said it was. Right. <laughs> How much money are we asked proposing to put into this? And they're like, nothing. <laughs> ASM is willing to put in some as a risk because we got he's got some ideas that are really unique, mm-hmm. but the city, nothing. So then all of a sudden everything changed. <laughs> they're like, we don't have anything. The, the city's like, oh, well, we got this great event that actually wants the whole building for four days, wants to develop it into a giant downtown event, and it doesn't cost us a dime. What the hell are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what are we doing here? So, so that so it, it's it's been a very weird progression. It has a very compared to most shows because most shows are like you know it's a comic book shop. Hey, let's start a con, okay? And they start a con, and yeah, and depending on how much money the comic shop owner has, because comic shop owners have a lot more money than people think they do. Yeah. Most, I don't know a poor comic book store owner. I don't know any that are poor. I really don't. They all have money. And some of them a lot. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so they, they, you know, they, they do what they want to do. And of course, they've got a clientele that actually will go to it. Right. So they can turn them into hits right away. You know, we started a lot differently. We actually had two comic book shops in Grand Rapids. One that's still standing and one that doesn't exist anymore. That attempted to talk me out of doing this in 2013. Mm. They said, nobody's going to go. These shows have bombed in Grand Rapids. It's not going to work. Well, here you are 10 years later. (laughs) And and I was too stupid to listen. So I I feel we made the right decisions. Yeah. You know, and I know some kids get frustrated with the fact that, you know, they want Tom Hiddleston and, you know, and all that kind of stuff that they see in New York and L.A., but... It's New York and L.A. Oh, yeah. Grand Rapids, Michigan. People got to understand that, yeah. that mm-hmm. there's a reality here. But now with ASM Global being involved, you're going to start seeing stuff coming to town now that you only see in New York and L.A. now. 
You're going to start seeing it because now I've got the deepest pockets in the industry that are willing to underwrite it. That changes everything. I've got agents that would not even answer my calls. They're not calling me because <laughs> they're like going, oh, my God, he's actually got the resources. He could pull this off. Yeah. And they've been lining it up. And it's pretty neat. <laughs> That's awesome. I like that. So there's so the next couple of years, we're going to see some really exciting stuff, I think, because it took a long time to get here. Yeah. But now we're here. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's my job to modernize, turn it up, right. turn, yeah. it, turn it up to 11 to get it done. And we're hoping in the next six months to a year, we're going to start announcing some stuff that nobody would dream would come to central, you know, Western Michigan. Mm, nobody right. would dream it. But there it is at the Van Andor Arena. That is super cool. That so, is super cool. Dude, if I saw Tim Hiddleston, I'm high five. Booking! I'm just throwing him out as an example. No, we're not booking Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking about general, not just here. I was talking about general. But he's the kind of example. I hear that one a lot. You know, can you get Tom Hiddleston? Patrick Stewart... Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know, before it was impossible because you're talking about guys that. Let's be honest, I've gotten quotes before where if I took that money, I could buy the building you guys are living in mm. and have money left over <laughs> for them to come to town for two days. That's great. I've heard it. Yeah. I mean, I've heard I some bet. numbers that are just I mean, I've heard numbers like for one celebrity. I remember we priced out one day. Was six hundred and fifty thousand dollars plus. We had to rent a private jet for him to fly in, and he had to fly in something like seven people with him. Now, granted, would this name have drawn a massive crowd? Yeah, but could you have gotten back six hundred and fifty thousand dollars? Right for one of them. Yeah. No, <laughs> right. he only there one day. Yeah, that's one day. Right. Jeez, that is insane. It's, it's a giant name. I won't go yeah. into who exactly. Yeah. I don't want yeah. embarrassing these kind of people, but. <laughs> But it makes sense because it's, it's their time and they, they already got busy schedule of this and you want them to come yeah, over here. Yeah, but still, that's, I mean, it, but yeah, it's not, I mean, yeah. Right. It doesn't make sense. And if you for, got a guy who's worth a quarter of a billion dollars, I don't know if he's what he's worth, but let's say he's worth that kind of money. Mm-hmm. 650 grand is nothing. Yeah, it's right? nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a day. That's probably a couple days pay. Right. In a movie set. Yeah. And, is- I, and, I, and I've read some numbers he's made in some movies and to be honest, 650 grand is probably a day or two's worth of work for this guy. Jeez. So, and so the, as far as he's concerned, market value, that's what I'm worth. Yeah. But no kind of God's green name is going to pay it. Right. Because no, nobody no. can afford it. Right. Um, but now we're, now the, 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 the world we're working in now has changed a lot because of, because of this deal that got cut in June. Mm. And it's very fresh. Yeah. We're still trying to figure it out. We're gonna, like I said, we're gonna do a couple of these big banquet things. They're gonna be glorified experiments. Yeah. And if they work out, I really am encouraging people to go to these things. We don't need a lot of people to go to them. A couple hundred to each. Yeah. Three hundred to one, two hundred to the other. Right. All we need. Yeah. And if they sit there and they say, <laughs> "Yeah, this works," yeah, then they're gonna basically open up the the golden checkbook. Right. Yeah. And then we're gonna go crazy. That'll be awesome. That would be really yes, cool. That'd be great. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking I'm, to names. I'm excited. I don't know. What's I'm talking going. the names that if I told you who they were, you you would say that's ridiculous. Yeah. There's no way that person would come even to Chicago. But <laughs> we're we're discussing numbers. Yeah. Hey, that's hey. awesome. Leave it, leave the mystery. I want to be surprised. <laughs> right. I want to be excited. Yeah. The suspense. <laughs> people hear them. They're gonna when we start getting rolling. Well, we're gonna weep. freak out. Well, we weep. And- <laughs> And happiness to see these Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, um, some people might go, 
God, that person's an asshole. <laughs> I don't want to meet them. <laughs> now I'm really I'm not going to a piano with that guy. His movies suck. <laughs> That's not a short list. I I'm, sure. <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be people that say that. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. people will say that. Yeah. Why don't you bring in Bella Lugosi? He's dead. <laughs> don't you hate that? It's like people want you to bring in like everyone on earth, but you do know this. This is a process. It's money. It's time. It's you know, why don't you do it? Yeah, there's yeah. a lot behind. And also, it. November, a lot of people who are on TV shows mm. are in production. They don't go show, do shows that time of year. That's why Motor City gets some of the bigger names that I can't touch mm. because in May, television production's over for the year. Uh, they might be doing a pilot, right? But outside of that, it's done. There's that's the difference. That's why a lot of your biggest shows that get the biggest guest list are in the are in the summer then why the lighter shows are usually in the winter and the fall. We're yeah, a big right. show for a fall show. Yeah. But I mean, there are some names you're never going to get because the simple fact that they're producing TV and summer blockbusters. Right. And it's just the reality of it. Huh. It's just, it's just as simple as it gets. Now, if we could move into April or May, that could change, but the building, and to be honest, I'm very comfortable with the show where it is right now, mid to late mm. fall. I think one, I don't have to fiercely compete with as much stuff as I would have to in like, say, April yeah. or May. Yeah. You know, we do the April show, but the April show is not geared to be a giant Hollywood extravaganza. Mm. It's a cheap, fun little weekend where you got a few celebrities, a few comic guests, a YouTuber, and you can have fun and you go for like 20 bucks. Yeah. That was, was that in Kalamazoo this past spring? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was Kalamazoo, and this yeah. year, you, this can, this is a scoop for you this year. It's going to go back. And the reason for that is, I know you said not to talk about it in line, but we'll talk about this example. <laughs> Politics. <laughs> um, Joel Langlois is the guy who owns the new building that's going up on Alpine Avenue. It's going to be in the old Art Van Warehouse. Oh, okay. Um, yep. So they have to remodel it and uh, the, the, the interior, the exterior is done. Well, politicians have wanted to whiten Alpine Avenue in Alpine Township for 10 years. But that's a big project because yeah. it's one is a super busy road. Right. Yeah. Closing it down. Yeah, now they have a Chick-fil-A too. <laughs> be nightmarish. Yeah. And too expensive. Yeah. Because yeah. they'd have to buy all the property. Right. Well, now they see Joel Langlois, who's worth a ton of money. He owns two golf courses, owns the intersection, which is worth a lot of money in itself yeah, and of course owned the delta plex property um so he's got tons of money so they're like let's dump this project on joel so he can't open it until it's done joel being the punk rock guy that he is basically you know the line of the kid rock film the you know, kid rock uh song middle fingers in the air <laughs> pretty much what happened <laughs> joel was like hell no i ain't paying for that and now it's in court nice so for a couple years, I have to wait. Yeah. And, but I don't want to close the show down for three years. Yeah. Um, I don't think that serves anybody any purpose. And a lot of people like, we get a lot of the more working class people that really like the spring show because yeah. they can afford it. Right. I mean, hey, the downtown show is getting more and more expensive every year. Let's just be real. Yeah. It just is. Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure that the average Joe six pack can go. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm an average Joe six pack. Yeah. 
And I want those people to be able to go right. and have a good time and have a, and have fun. You know, I mean, hey, man, if you think about it, Saturday, you got a thirty nine dollar ticket, you got a husband, a wife and three teenagers. You're in two hundred bucks before you park the car. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of money. Right. Yeah. yeah, it is it's a lot of money. But you go to the you go to the Kalamazoo show for a hundred bucks. Right. That's different. Yeah. Now you're talking about a night of the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. Although an expensive night of the movies, but yeah. still a night of the movies. Yeah. Well, for five people, I mean, that's adds. It's about the movie theater now. Yeah. So for fat people, five people. Oh. <laughs> for fat I was people. Like, I was like, why are they spending so much money? Yes, we are not, not. We are not charging you per pound. Right. <laughs> Just coming from the guys. Step on the scale. <laughs> Don't you hold your stomach again? Let it. God, jeez, <laughs> that would be so. <laughs> so anyway, I think I answered that, but that's a very roundabout answer. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it sounds like you guys evolved a lot since. It's just a show has a real weird history compared to a lot of other ones. Yeah. And there's some respect that comes with that, too, to be honest, because everyone knows that I fought tooth and nail on it. And the, a lot of the agents treat us differently because of um, they realize I'm not going to tolerate their BS. No. Because I've had to tolerate a lot of BS to get this thing launched. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they all know that I'm not going to play the game. Right. I just don't play it. I, I'm not good at it. I mean, you know, I'm not Triple H. So. <laughs> Triple H. My boy. Anyway, well, he, he's the master. Of the Heck yeah, he is. <laughs> um, so. Because uh, I know it's going to be a long answer and I'm looking forward to this. Can you give us a little bit of the lineup of who's going to be in Comic-Con this year? Well, there's a ton of stuff this year. I mean, uh, I wish I would have brought a postcard. I could have read it all. But uh, <laughs> the three main reunions this year are four members of Arcane League of Legends. Okay. Four of the cast members from that. Neither of the sisters. Sorry, guys. We couldn't get either one of them. They're filming during that time. So they were just out. Although I don't honestly know right now... Uh, if they're filming because of the strike, God only knows. Well, thank you. That'll help. No problem. <laughs> um, well, not only the big, the big thing, the Arcane League of Legends thing. Um, three guests from Halloween, although one of them is going to change. We just found out that uh, James Jude Courtney can't attend. We just found out. I have to announce it. Um, but they have put a couple names on the table. Hopefully, a third that. I think it's a long shot, but I really like it. They all played Michael Myers in the movies. That's a very short list of people. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but the other two we know are coming. Uh, Tyler Maine, who was uh, in yeah. the Rob Zombie films. Yeah. And of course, was Sabretooth in the X-Men films. I loved him in that. And um, Chris Durand, who was in H2O and also was Ghostface in Scream 2. Huh. So that's sort of... Cool. The voice or the body? The body. Oh. Now, the voice was always... Roger Jackson, which we actually had at the very last Delta Plex show. Dang. The very last one he was there. We'll probably bring him back because, man, was that man a freaking hoot. <laughs> he was a hoot. Um, and then the third one's a couple Klingons from Star Trek, which we also found out were work. If I can find a bar to host it. And this is surprising Grand Rapids. I'm having a problem with this. Yeah, there's tons of bars. The, yeah, Star, there is. the Star Trek uh, Empire. So it's actually from Paramount is releasing a Klingon-themed beer. And we have been asked to host a release drinking party for the Midwest. That'd be super cool. The The problem is I can't find a bar that wants to host it. 
Which I don't know why. It's Beer City. We are named Beer City. You would think, well, you that think would but be they easy. they want to make their own beer. So they're like, yeah, we can't celebrate someone else's. But I mean, this bar's <laughs> on the East East Grand Rapids that can easily do it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. So I, I'm going to have to plug that a lot more next week. <laughs> the first couple we asked have either said no or have chosen not to even respond to me. I'll help because I'll <laughs> talk to a couple of them. But in, in terms of other guests, the main one, of course, is Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. There's a lot of American voice actors with this one which is a little unique that is actually pretty neat we got that one bill farmer who's the voice of goofy for disney which is pretty cool right. and candy milo who was dexter in dexter's laboratory that is pretty that. neat um we thought that was pretty that was we thought that was pretty cool um, some horror guests this year that are really cool um ken gerzinger who canceled last year unfortunately but he made it up by rescheduling Hmm. Uh, he was Jason Voorhees in Freddy versus Jason. Okay. So that's pretty neat. Um, also, Amy Donald, who was Megan in the Megan film, came out last January. Voice oh, yeah. or the body? Body. Oh, I got questions for that She's one. She's actually the one that created the dance. The dance. Dude, that was, when I saw that in the trailer, I was like, oh, yeah, I got to see this. Just dancing before you kill someone. Oh, God. Well, yeah. she yeah. is, she's only 12. Yeah. So... It was a little hard to get her over because she's 12. 12. <laughs> but we won the mom over by saying we will also pay for mom to come with her. Mom's like, okay, there's nothing to hide here because I'm going to be there with my 12. Right, yeah. Right. So she's like, she can come to this. Yeah. And um, John Casher from Tales from the Crypt, the voice of the Crypt Keeper, oh, is I also would, coming. I would so love if cool. they bring that back because that was a good show. I would love to see a reboot of that too. Yeah. I own all seven seasons. I personally thought it was genius. Um, the intro is still one of the five best. Oh, TV yeah. It's so time. great. It's always creeping me as a child. If you consider that was all miniatures, that's crazy. The I detail. I did not know they were miniatures. They miniatures were all either. miniatures. That was not a full set, except for when you get in the basement. Of course, that was a set of the show. Okay. But all that stuff in like the living room and they go up the set, that was all done with little miniatures that would fit on like this table. Huh. Oh, shit. And you look at the detail and you go, my God. Yeah, because yeah, I can I can see it inside my head. I can do That's awesome. Yeah. So we're, you know, so that's pretty neat that we're bringing in Bruce Boxletter from Tron and all that. He's coming. Um, a couple anime voice actors. I'm Jamie Marchie, who, and... Uh, Chris Waycamp, they're both pretty well-known anime voice actors. There's a lot going on. The guests, the big, in terms of the comic guests, the big ones would be Doc Shainer, who has done a horde of stuff in comics. Benjamin Percy, who is also a major writer in comics. And, of course, a lot of the local kind of stuff that people like. You know, I mean, you get some people whine, how can we get the same people? <laughs> well, Part of it should be in comic guests, the same people. And the reason for that is because it really should be a local celebration of, yeah. you know, that's one of the things that we are that makes us a little different is we're, we're turning into a national show. And if we do what we want to do with all this stuff downtown, we're going to be a national. We're going to be basically what we're basically the goal in a nutshell for those of you who know cons is in the next five years, Dragon Con Midwest. That's the goal. So, you know, Dragon Con's famous for all the after parties. A lot of this stuff flowing. Uh, <laughs> that, I know. The more I know. Look at that. And um, so what we're going to do is, and that's why with just, just the banquets, but there's also going to be everything from 
comedy shows to punk rock concerts that, I- that are all tied to the con, all official after parties. Some all ages stuff, which of course they'll be will be alcohol free. Mm-hmm. Then there'll be other stuff like the Klingon beer party, which we're sure is going to be <laughs> beer flowing everywhere. Right. And of course, God only knows how many unofficial after parties will be in hotel rooms and <laughs> various other bars around town. Hey, honey. Other- <laughs> <laughs> to Hopefully none of the hourly no, hotels. Well, this is not what we're here for. <laughs> right, exactly. And then there's an author conference and there's some big YouTubers. Uh, one will let you know, we, we, we know he's coming now. We weren't 100% sure at first, but uh, the comedy show that's going to be Saturday night, I mean, Friday night, which we are now looking for comedians that I am amazed how many comedians are in West Michigan. Yeah. Holy crap. It, it, they even do open I've got like 50 a, emails yeah. from aspiring comedians and, and a lot of them have done national shows. They've done, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Laugh Fest. Yeah. And I'm like going, I didn't know that many existed. <laughs> Let alone I would apply for something like this that actually have a weekend open. Right. But um, the 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 uh, main guest for that's going to be it's Alex Clark, which is a big YouTuber, six million subscribers or five point eight or something like that. Um, but he's a major major YouTuber, so we're expecting him to have big lines. We're excited about that. Um, we weren't a hundred percent sure he was coming, but I banked on it because we saved Saint Cecilia's Music Hall. For those of you, if you know what that is, it's a uh, it's an older music hall in town. It's about 120 year old building. It's absolutely stunning. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and um, it's at 650 and it's right by division and uh, right by the, right by the arena. It's not far from the arena, a couple blocks away. Oh, oh. and um, oh, I think I know what they do a lot of symphony shows and a lot of like real high end classy kind of things, but they're going to be involved in this. Huh. Um, and we're probably going to do comedy there every year, Friday and Saturday night. This this one, we could only do the Friday this year, but I'm going to, in the next week, I'm going to be literally saving buildings all over downtown and then just figure out what I put in them later. Sweet. You that know, sounds awesome. We want to have a whole ton yes. of that going on. We bring people into downtown and we hopefully can be sort of a substitute for our prize without the city having to fork out money they should be spending on things like police and fire, you know? Right. But it's not the city's fault because, I mean, you know, you have these big things, then they die and collapse. It's like, what do you do? Do you just let them die or do you put them on life support? <laughs> yeah. And that's been part of the, uh, part of the issue. It's part of the issue when, you know, we were talking about the lease. That was their big issue. It was you know, a big issue with the politicians. They thought it was another albatross. Yeah. When they came to the conclusion that it wasn't, the whole conversation changed. Right. Which I I ain't gonna lie. Uh, the 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 main thing I want to know is uh, are one of the Power Rangers going to be in this year? <laughs> There's an I, I I didn't schedule one this year. Damn, oh, my heart. Well, the reason for that is very simple. <laughs> if you look around with shows, basically the ones that people want to be is either the original cast mm-hmm. or brand new right now. Mm-hmm. You know. All that middle 16, 17 years. Oh, yeah, no, I, no, no, no one really cares. cares. <laughs> I hate to say that, but it's just unfortunate. It's true. <laughs> it's true. And we have burned through the original cast. I mean, I've done a lot of them twice. Uh, so we okay. thought, you know what, let's Take give a it break. a rest. Although I would like to bring back Carla Perez again. She was Rita. 
Oh, 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 ah, yeah, read it. Yeah, we're the reason, we're the reason she's actually on the circuit now because we contacted her and she was like, no one's gonna care. (laughs) Shit. And I was like, going, oh, you're wrong, honey. So, bro, (laughs) you are wrong. I was like, because I had, I had questions of the uh, original cast because I saw the reunion special on Netflix and then I'm thinking, I don't know how I feel about the acting, but I thought like, okay, you acting as if you were that character now. But then I'm like, maybe I don't know. I don't know if you ever watched the. I have not reunion. watched it, but I did enjoy about three years ago. There was a YouTube movie made called Power Rangers. I love that. That I thought was cool. Was that was I haven't great. seen that one. What? I haven't seen oh, that. it's it's. You'll oh. be surprised how dark. A lot of profanity. A lot of oh, violence. It's dark. It's dark. I have to check it all out. All of them. All of them end up with just PTSD and <laughs> horrible lives. Uh-huh. And I think one of them killed themselves. Lot, well, one killed themselves. Sorry, another yeah. another one. She died in the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the head helmet is like on the. It's so Tom, Tommy, Tommy has total PTSD. Yeah. Uh, Who was the main act? It was a J- was it James Vanderbeek? Was it him? It was some. Uh, I don't know a lister, but he was a. Uh, he did shows. I think it was James Vanderbeek. Yeah, but the guy who does those short films and he's done some great ones. Punisher, Dirty Laundry was awesome. I loved it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Batman Dead End, where the Batman fights the uh, Predator. Oh, I see that. That was freaking awesome. <laughs> um, these are just YouTube things. Just go on YouTube and get them for free. Punisher yeah. Dirty Laundry is, to be honest, it's probably the best Punisher short I've ever seen. Oh, man. It's fantastic. It's just real simple, but boy, is it violent. <laughs> oh, it's Punisher. It should be. It's ridiculous. Well, what they did with the Punisher in the comics recently is just an abomination. <laughs> I'm hoping the reboot is going to be a lot better than than. than what, they turned tur- him down. They turned him into a ninja. He had no weapons. Shut up! Wait, what? <laughs> it was a twelve book series. They took away his weapons, turned him into a ninja, and at the end, he gets shot by his supposedly dead wife, who he finds is really alive. She's banging another guy, and basically leaves him to die in his own misery. I'm serious. You got to look this up. This is one. This has got to be the most abominable books I've ever seen in my life. Oh, jeez. Uh, it is ridiculous. Wait. <laughs> Punisher is a ninja. They even changed the logo on his shirt because they said it was too right wing. So they. But he's been having that shirt since what? The 70s, 80s? 70s? 70s? Yeah. Yeah. Punisher returns with an and army now, of ninjas. And that was. It's too yeah, the right, oh, right you got to see this thing. It's ridiculous. No, just, that's not it. I was about to say, that doesn't. I'll say, that's that's the symbol. Does it talk That's about? a symbol, but the book, they're clicking on that picture with the multiple scan. You can here? see it. Logo there. There you go. Look at the logo. <laughs> and notice he's got katanas. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. It what is they do? just. Wait, so they made him like Daredevil in a way. <laughs> More like Shang-Chi. Oh god! Huh. But he doesn't have any powers, which you know he shouldn't. He's, he's no, he, he doesn't. See, the Punisher. Realistically, if a superhero actually existed in our world, that would be what you would get. Right. See, this is what we were talking about before when you try. That's to what please, you, you try to yeah, please. I don't know if I like that <laughs> one side so far that turns ridiculous, and then that's what you get. But you see, you shouldn't do like go far right either no you know i don't think you should do that either just write a good story right yeah write a, write a good story give it good art have a good time with it 
Don't screw with the characters. Right. History the logo, I don't think should have any problems. It's a fucking logo. <laughs> I mean, look at the logo. It's ridiculous. That is yeah, ridiculous. That that now, after 12, nobody bought it. I mean, it literally rotted on shelves. Jeez. Um, I wonder if that's one of those things when like a few years from now, it's one of those, like everybody looks at it in a negative light now, but it's becomes this like a cult following. Someone has it. Yeah. Kind of like a cult following. <laughs> oh, like God. Someone I actually doubt had. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, you know, it'd be more fucked up if like Disney took this and like, this is our new Punisher show. Well, it's actually now getting another reboot, but this time you look at the original pictures and you go, yeah, that's Frank Castle. Yeah. Nah. I mean, he's got like a machine gun in each hand, and yeah. of course, the classic logo. And it's like you look at you like go, yeah, that's Indiana. something they would have drawn in the eighties. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. And I'm assuming that it'll be just the blood-soaked violence you would expect <laughs> it to be, which is what is part of the charm of the Punisher. Yeah. That's why Warzone, although no one saw it, was so much fun because so so Ray Ray Stevenson. Yeah, it yeah. was utterly ridiculous. And that's what made us. The violence was so dumb; it was fantastic. It just sort of crossed that line from stupid to awesome, you know, that, that circle. And I'm like, part of I like that film. It was just so freaking. This is unnecessary, but it's awesome. Yeah, yeah the parkour that. guys who were like doing the flips. He shoots one out of the sky with a rocket propelled grenade. That's funny, man. <laughs> it was hysterical. And he blows up like a bloody firework. Oh, like, god. oh my god, that's the greatest kill in the history of superhero movies. Yeah, that's no one the talks greatest. About it. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, how do you go about choosing who your guests are? Is it just like availability, or do you kind of have an idea going into each convention? Or I actually listen to you guys. Oh, really? I really do. I get lots of emails from people that are like, "Hey, you should book this, 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 and this." I'm like, what? Because if I book it when I'd like it, I'll be B-movie schlock. You guys have killer clowns every year. <laughs> I mean, I'm a big B-movie guy. Um, so we don't want what I want. Killer clowns from all this space? Although we might do that in the future. I'm not, I'm actually, <laughs> no, we're actually trying to track down all the guys who played the clowns. Oh, my God. They got and then just what? do, that's all we would do is like four or five, and it would be just the clowns. <laughs> no humans, no, none of the... None of no, the, I don't care just, about those. Just the clowns. <laughs> I think that could be very entertaining. I feel like people would go for that. <laughs> Dude, I would like to meet Jeff Go. But but I get a lot of kids who write me, and um, and it's a lot of kids... I mean, you'd be surprised. I mean, 12-year-old kids are like, oh, will you book my favorite anime guest, please? <laughs> then I write, and I actually write them back. And I'm like, yeah, let me see what I can do. I mean, you know, we'll talk about it and all that. And the kids are like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Although I got in trouble with that once because I, there was a 15-year-old girl who was writing me about a guest. And I, of course, was writing her back. I didn't think anything of it. Then her mom threw a conniptive fit <laughs> because the daughter, she found out her daughter was talking to a mid 50s year old guy. Don't think what you were thinking. <laughs> and I never Fair. thought about it. Yeah. And the daughter refused to show the emails. What would you think? Oh, yeah. That, yeah. And the mom was justified and I knew it, but I was like sitting here, you know, and she's like, I'm not going to show it to her. I said, Your mom thinks I'm a pedophile. <laughs> right. She's like, Oh, that's fuck. not what's going on. I was like, You've got to show her the emails. Now, yeah, I know it's not going on. Show her the <laughs> So the mom, so the kid brought up the emails and showed the mom. The mom wrote me back later, I'm sorry, I didn't know. And I'm like, going, ma'am, all due respect. And I've changed sort of how I think about this now. I like I tell the kid, if we're gonna talk, you've got to let parents see your emails. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. 
I didn't do that before until this. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> um, like, her right. she was, and I was like, the mom, <laughs> I told the mom, I said, you you probably thought what was, generally speaking, would be going on. I'm just a weird exception. <laughs> right. And she allowed her to talk. And now that kid's going to college into something. I'm not quite sure. But I see the mom every year. She says hi to me every year. And um, the daughter's like at University of Michigan or something. It's just a smart kid. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. But I made a friend with the mom of all things. It was sort of weird. But um, her first impression of me was not a good one. <laughs> well, no. I know. First impression. I can understand that. I, I could, that's too. Weird. That's why the daughter's like, she's invading my privacy. It's like, your mom thinks I'm a pedo. Right. She's like, oh. That's not that, that. In this case, show her. Stop talking and show her. Show her the damn emails before she calls the police on me. Okay, so what? But, but is, yeah, we just you know we just sort of take advice and then whatever. And then some of the reunions I pick because they're offered to you, and I'm like, well, fans wouldn't think of this. Like the uh, the Klingon thing was just offered to us, and we're yeah. like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So we took that. But like the arcane thing was more or less fan interaction. Uh, 2024, we're probably going to do Chainsaw Man. More likely, yeah. more likely yeah, than not, we're going to do about that. Chainsaw Man, and um, that's complete fans. Get me Chainsaw Man. That'd be awesome. So, what about uh, what's that show on um, Amazon Prime? Uh, it's uh, it's about yeah. role playing. Was it uh, Vox Machina? You ever thought about talking to or I don't know. Vox Machina. No. no box, box, box it, it also is. It, I, I could. I mean, it's always dictated too by can we actually find the, the uh, agent that would represent these people. Gotcha. Hmm. So, uh, but some of it with the reunions. I mean, some of it is you know, it's, it just sort of falls into the reunions. Um, some of them, like Bruce Boxleiter, has been his agent's been bugging me for years. <laughs> so we decided to do it and it, but it's gonna you know it's one of those guests is gonna appeal to the 40s and 50s oh, people yeah. while stuff like jason spizak is gonna be a completely different world his line's gonna be probably the oldest person in it'll probably be about 21 <laughs> so jb marchy her, her whole line will be nothing but teenagers right <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that there's yeah. nothing wrong there's nothing wrong that. It's, a, it's, it's one for every, uh, not one for every. Well, and we right. get it's criticized for that. It's like, why do you book guests for teenagers so much? And the answer is real simple. 13-year-olds paying the same price as you are. Right. Don't they deserve the same show? And there's right. more of them. Yeah. And they're more free. And we get a lot of them. Yeah. And, and fortunately, the kids, we tell them, you know, you know, make sure to spend some money because vendors get real frowned on, but a lot of the kids do. And, and you know, the cosplayers, same thing, you know, I mean... It, if everyone brought 50 bucks and 50 bucks, not a lot of money spent at a con. You guys no. all know that. Yeah. Spent 40 in the vending hall and buy a print. Right. I would never have a problem booking. Every, every vendor would pay two years in advance because it would add up to a hell of a lot of money. And it's Friday equally. They would all make a killing. Right. It wouldn't take much. And that's not a lot of money. Yeah. You know, but you get some people, they spend 500 bucks on a costume. Right. And that's the only thing they bring and they don't even eat. Yeah. We've seen that. I mean, I've actually had to feed teenage kids in the past because they literally brought no money for food. Nothing. Jeez. And of course, the parents aren't smart enough to figure, gee whiz, I should give money to the kids. Or in a lot of cases, 
The kid is a dipshit. And <laughs> takes the thirty dollars he's got for lunch, and then buys three action figures. And right. he's like, "Oh yeah, I don't have any money now." Oh, that's okay. And then eight o'clock rolls around, and the kid's like having a seizure on the floor. I, I did that before. Not the seizure part. I'm just saying. I'm like, yeah, spend this. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, there's a lesson learned. I learned. At least you have those action figures, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I said I've learned. Okay? I've That's learned how to stick. Watch me go to Comic Con and see him. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Alex got bars. <laughs> do it. But, bro, you're a grown ass man. <laughs> That's why, if you read like that little like thing we have for like first timers, there's a big, there's a little partner that says separate your parking and your and your food money from everything else. Mm-hmm. Don't touch it unless you're at the snack bar or paying for your parking. Right. Fair enough. Makes what, sense. What's the more, um, is there a, a limit as far as someone can dress as something? So, like, is there something that, like, no, that's crossing, that's too Don't show up naked. <laughs> I mean, besides that, I was going to say besides that. Well, he has that. a costume, stay PG-13, so, you know, don't don't go overboard with cleavage, no under boob, no side boob, guys work up if you're wearing spandex. Uh, or a dance belt. Um, a lot of guys are like, what the hell is a dance belt? Yeah. I was going to let you keep going. <laughs> it just tucks your junk up. Oh, I gotcha. oh. Um, <laughs> that sounds painful. <laughs> you know, PG-13 kind of thing. Um, I mean, then there's some obvious things. Don't wear a freaking swastika. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you get people who are like, oh, I'm going to do Wolfenstein. <laughs> And I'm going to be a Nazi in it, or I'm going to be the Nazi and glorious bastard. And it's like going, no, <laughs> you can do the costume if you want to, but for God's sakes, leave all that insignia off. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just you do know, a red I mean, band. for crying out loud. I'm I mean, not responsible for your ass whooping later. <laughs> and there's always one idiot who has to, who's like, well, the swastika in, in uh, Hindu means peace. Well, yeah, that's in the Far East. You're in Michigan in the United States. Right. That that means a lot different, different of a thing. Because yeah. there's a guy who's selling kimonos at anime shows, and they sell like hotcakes. And I don't know why kids are wearing them. Because they all have a swastika on them. Oh, jeez. And I'm like going, do you know what that is? I don't term? know. Maybe they don't know. But, you know, I, I'm, sort of <laughs> finding, I'm sort of finding it amazing. I've actually talked to some 13, 14 year olds that do not know what that symbol means. Right. And I'm like going, you didn't learn about Nazi Germany in school? <laughs> That's insane. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, that'd be. <laughs> Just enough to know that that bad. Right. Don't do that. Right. I mean, at least that. <laughs> I would think by the time you hit seventh grade, you would know that. <laughs> Nazi is a bad. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Unless you really just don't give a damn. Or you really believe that, well, it's Hindu. Yeah. <laughs> right. And even the Hindus don't use that symbol anymore in the Far East because of what it means. Yeah. I mean, even Hindus don't use it. Right. So it's like, gee whiz. Yeah. I don't, I've seen those, those. Those things, we don't allow those to be sold at the show. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to allow you to sell Swastikas are meant for yeah. no way. <laughs> or Confederate flags. Right. Yeah. Although, you know, a lot of Confederate people, you know, there is that Southern pride thing. And you can believe that, you know, it depends on if you want to buy into that. And I can understand that. But also, there's other implications to that flag. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, very much so. So, but generally speaking, I mean, I don't care about, you know, the costuming thing, basically, just as long as, you know, 
it meets the rules of the show. And the, I think the rules are fair. Yeah. You can wear it in a PG-13 movie. You can wear it here. So you can wear a bikini if you want to. Yeah. It's got to cover everything, but you can do it. I like how you looked at you when he said, you know, I mean, well, we've had guys wear short skirts and that kind of thing before. So it's not incredibly uncommon. Yeah. Sort of sure gross though. When you though. see these guys and they've got like six inches of hair hanging out of their shirt and you're like going, dude, but okay. at least you could like manscape a little bit. Right. Just, just a little bit. You know, that might not be a bad idea. Hair, a, hair in your chest is longer than on my head. <laughs> have a vendor booth for manscaped. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> yeah, now free waxing. That'll be a shitty day. <laughs> Fuck! I'm so done with this shit. Who's next? Right. <laughs> yeah, and you get a lot of that. Oh my gosh! Okay. Um. So the costuming doesn't really bother us. Um. There was actually another story. You don't mind them. Um, love stories. We used to have in our advertising family friendly, and then we did the 2000. 16 LGBT Pride Festival. Mm. We did a booth at it, passing out cards. People were looking at us like we were on crack. Why the hell are you there? And I'm like, oh, we didn't understand. I had a staff member there. I wasn't there. And somebody finally approached her. Why are you here? Because you hate us. You do? What? Huh? And the reason is, is family friendly in West Michigan in Pride circles means gays aren't invited. Uh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. We didn't know that. And so my person that was working it going, what do I do? I said, I'll be right there. Cause I happened to be in town. Yeah. I just had nothing to do that weekend. So I ran out there and spent the whole day with her doing damage control because it was obviously something we had no clue what that meant. And there's a forum somewhere for the Grand Rapids West Michigan pride community. And one of them said, I'm going to see what these people are about. So he did a gender bender Jean Grey from the X-Men costume. And he pushed the boundaries. He pushed them. But he obeyed them all. It was just pushed as far as he could get away with. And he says, let's see what happens. So I was so in the course, I had a couple of the more conservative people in the crowd complain about the fact there was this gay gentleman running around <laughs> and um, so I finally went to him and said yeah I gotta look I'm sorry you know I'm not trying to interrupt your privacy and he obeyed all the rules he did yeah. he pushed it he obeyed all the rules <laughs> and after we looked and came to the conclusion that he obeyed the rules I told him to have a good time and let him stay and he's like I can stay and I was like yeah I said a matter of fact if you entered a costume contest he really got confused. <laughs> he was like, what? You're going to let me go on main stage dressed like this? It's like, if you hurry. Because <laughs> it might be sold out by now. You right. might take 100 people. I said, he turned out to be number 99. He was literally the very end. And, he, and it went all over those forms. He says, talk to the top guy who said I was fine. Walked me to where the costume contest was. Allowed me on it. Here's me on the main stage. That's awesome. And the community was like, Okay, we were just flat out wrong with this one. They did some, they made an honest mistake. We can forgive that. And gay community's been very, mm. very supportive of us ever since. Yeah. All over, all over a guy in a costume. <laughs> as weird as that sounds. Yeah. So, you know, we just, you know, we just tell the same thing that we tell everybody else respect everybody who's here. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are, everybody comes. Yeah. There's going to be diehard conservatives. So, you know, don't go crazy with the costume stuff. PG-13 is fine. If they have a problem with PG-13 costumes, go home. Right. Yeah, yeah. Really. Um, 
But for the conservatives, we also tell them that there will be people here that don't agree with you. You need to understand that and you need to respect it. Right. Just simple respect thing. Respect each other and leave your political and social BS at home. Right. You ain't got to let Just leave that crap at home. Leave it at home. We don't don't want it. Leave it at home. Mm -hmm. Come have fun. Yeah. Come have fun. Be, Be goofy. Have a good time. Do a little shopping and and have a good time. Maybe learn something. Yeah. Have a good time and leave your bullshit opinions at home. Yeah. Leave your bullshit at home. Yeah. That could really apply to a lot more than just conventions. <laughs> that applies to everyone who walks in the door, including me. Yeah. Nice. I, I think that bullshit could, at home. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that. Oh, what? Oh, no, I was like, oh, you're, right? oh okay. Because so, you kept looking down. I assume you got. I did have a question. Okay. <laughs> Earlier, you mentioned, uh, well, you can even see it in the guest list. You have a couple anime people. I had, I didn't get to go to the spring show, but my friends did. One of them's more like comics and video game type. That's what he was there for. Uh, me and a few of my friends are more. I used to call myself a closeted anime nerd because I liked anime. I just didn't really sure. share it a lot. Um, my buddy is really into it. So he went for the anime. The one who was more into comics and sports, I, I guess really the question was, have you seen more anime in the last 10 years than you did in 2013? Sure. Yeah. Because it got more popular. Yeah. Um, and the truth of the matter is in, in this field, it's evolving. And right now you're seeing a major evolutionary shift in the field. And mm-hmm. the fact that um, comics are not in the forefront like they used to be because comics is on a downward slide on a national level. Yeah, uh, it just is. Whether they, they you know, the, the sales go down nine to ten percent every year, uh, IDW is looks like they're going to literally fold their tent and go home now because they've been they're in a lot of financial trouble. DC and Marvel are losing money hand over fist right now. I would not be surprised if you see a day come where Marvel has a giant film division, but they close down the comic division. Mm. I would not be surprised. Jeez. I think that day is coming. Um. I mean, because put it in perspective, uh, just Chainsaw Man last year sold 86 million manga bucks. Just one title of one manga. Yeah. They put out 12 books, 86 million copies. That was more books than everything Marvel printed combined That's in one year. And that was just one title. So it outsold everything they had combined. That is crazy. And there were times when a comic book would have 3 million copies published. Right. And how many copies of Superman number 75, the death of Superman are out there? Millions. They printed so many of them. It was ridiculous. Um, And that's why people are like, well, why can't you get as many comic dealers? Well, the truth of the matter is the younger generation just isn't into it. Mm. They're just not. Yeah. And... I mean, I you could put a gun to my head and tell me name a comic dealer under the age of forty, with the exception of Gavin Willard, you'd have to shoot me because there aren't any. Jeez. Now name a jewelry dealer or an anime dealer or a Funko dealer under the name of forty. I give you lists. Yeah. Because there's just and and that's 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 part of the evolutionary shift. When you go to a show and you look at the comic dealers, look at their ages. They're all old guys. All of them. Yeah. 10 years, how many of them are still going to be around? It thins out every year. Somebody dies, mm. their health goes. Yeah. You know, it's just sort of the reality of the field. And it's part of the reason we started a comic business. Yeah. Because we can't find 
young comic dealers. We just can't, we can't find any. They don't, they don't exist. They're all guys in their 60s and 70s now. And in 10 years, they're all going to be in their 70s and 80s. And they're going to be either retiring or dead. Yeah. Jeez. And, and that's just part of the reality of the field that people don't understand. And it's switching more and more over to the pop culture end of it. That's why we're sort of ahead of the curve by doing like YouTubers and things yeah. like that. We're a little ahead of the curve, the author end of it, uh, that kind of thing, because it's just a lot more than what it used to be. You were, you know, somebody in a cape. Right. It's a lot more than what it used to be. Yeah. So do you think, um, cause you said you see Marvel shutting down comic division. For I think stuff. it'll happen. Yeah. Do you think, uh, Based on all their characters, they'll just use them or they will take this opportunity to introduce newer characters in Marvel films and shows. Well, I wish they would introduce more stuff because what they're doing right now is like we talked about the Punisher thing. Somebody wanted to take a well-known, well-established character that has a long history mm. and change it to their own personal whims. Right. And I don't think you do that because, you know, you're talking about with Americans, you're talking about our mythology. Yeah. You are. Superman is our Thor, you know, we are our Thor, our, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Although we have a Thor too, but you know what I mean. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, a lot of cultures, you know, great cultures had legendary characters associated with their culture. And, you know, the Jews have things like Moses and Elijah and Daniel, things like that. Um, David. You know, and uh, the Norse had Thor and Odin, and Loki, and um, you got lots of you, know, you. You go all the way back to the Sumerians, and they would they had characters that, that they would write about. Right. So it's just something that we've done throughout our history, and Superman and Deadpool and Batman and that kind of stuff is American mythology. It just is. Yeah. Same thing with a lot of anime. A lot of anime is Japanese mythology. Yeah, that's true. You know. And when you go and you screw with it because you want to make a political statement or because you think that, you know, the Punisher shouldn't carry a gun because you're anti-gun, uh, which is the case in the Punisher story, from what I understand, is the guy who they decided to write it was he was completely anti-guns. He didn't want to put guns in the Punisher. So he took <laughs> Swords only. <laughs> and that's basically the whole point. Of the- that. <laughs> that's the thing. You sit there and you look at that and you go, who approved that? Change the writer. Right. Yeah. Give him somebody who doesn't use a gun. It's yeah. not rocket science. <laughs> or create Give a different a- character. Yeah. Or create something new, which I really liked with like, I don't know if you remember Midnighter. He's had a few books for a few years. He that. was a... Basically, Batman with a baseball bat beating the hell out of people. But him and his sidekick, Apollo, are both very gay. I mean, a lot of their books have scenes in them, if you know what I mean. Uh, and um, But it was a fresh character they yeah. could do from the beginning. They developed it, and nobody minded it because everyone knew right out the first book. Right. This, this is what he is. is. Yeah. And everyone's like, okay, I don't want to read that. That's cool. Or the ones who wanted to read that, they went and bought it in droves. Yeah. That's cool. Do that. Right. Yeah. Make you don't have to change. You don't have to change. Uh, you know, like DC has had a big habit lately of changing everybody into bisexual. Yeah. And it's like, I don't, I don't see a point of that. I mean, you know, you, you know, Superman's kid be a bisexual. Who cares? Right. That was like, whatever. That's a new character. Do whatever you want. But when you change, you know, there's a reason why a lot of the fans have walked away from comics that are buying independent books. Independent book sales have gone up 200%. Yeah. 
in the last couple of years. And what's going on is those people who have left Marvel and DC, it's not that they've left comics. They've just gone to Ethan Van Skyver. Mm. And and those kind of people. Yeah. Irvin Boyette and those kind of guys. Right. You know, uh, what's his name? The uh, guy, God. Uh, Eric July. That kind of thing. Mm. That's where they went. Yeah. You know, they didn't leave comics. They just left the industry and went to the independent world. And the independent world right now is flourishing. There's a lot of those guys because I've met a few of them and gotten to know a few of them. And a lot of them don't do conventions. And the reason is very simple. They don't have to. They don't have to. And it used to be independent. You lived and died by conventions. Yeah. These guys don't have to. Ethan Van Skyver is going to sell 20,000 copies of whatever the next Cyberfrog is called. And he's not going to have any problem with that. And he's outselling 50% of Marvel's monthly take. You know, he's outselling Marvel in numerous titles. You know, only their biggest titles is outselling Cyberfrog. And that's crazy. And then Ethan, uh, Eric July, my God, the last book sold 40,000 units. Jeez. That's rivaling Batman numbers. That's insane. That's rivaling lower end Batman titles. And like X-Men. And, and it's beating things like Green Lantern and Wonder Woman. That's crazy. Think about that. And this guy's doing it out of his basement with no marketing crew, no promotions, no nothing. Does it all from scratch. That's nice. And he's and 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 but the reason is is very simple. He created his own thing and it appeals to a lot of those guys that don't want to read the quote woke. Uh, stuff that's being published right now, whether you agree with that or not. I, yeah. I don't have much of an opinion of it, but um, I think that's something that the industry needs to look at yeah. because the reality is, is that if all these people are leaving, you can't just keep pointing them and go, well, it's just because they're all racist. Yeah. Yeah. That That's not the case. <laughs> You've got to figure out what's really, why are they really leaving? Yeah. I feel like that happens before they put before they literally put you out of business and make either man Skyver a multimillionaire, which they've already done. Right. Yeah. They've already done it. Man made six million dollars in a year and a half. That's true. Let him borrow a dollar. He never made that kind of money when he was drawing Green Lantern for DC. Not even close. Not even close. And they made a movie of his stuff. Yeah. He made more money off that frog than he has <laughs> off of off of Green Lantern. And that's just ludicrous. Yeah. Or would you would we think that since they're constantly bringing up so much comic book out into like uh, screens and stuff like that, it's kind of diluting the comic book characters in a way? I think so. I think there's yeah. too much product. It's like, why even read? Like, watch this. Yeah. Type of, Every you know. month there's a new movie. Yeah. And, and a lot of them are all the same. Right. A lot of them are flashy, but no heart, no substance. Yeah. Not all of them. There have been some movies that have been except the Dark Knight. Yeah. It's yeah, absolutely Knight, exceptional film. Yeah. Um, and you have some where they understand the what they are. Right. Big dumb fun. Like have you right. seen Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja I Turtles? Did. Man, that I was a kicked. hoot. <laughs> I got a kick out of it. That was an I mean, a mindless <laughs> film. Nothing, nothing no, deep. No, no, there's no deep. Yeah, you but go it's really spectacularly into it. done for what it is. Yeah. And to be honest, combining the two. It was weird how they did that, but I was like, "It's well written." Yeah, because I was like, "I can get this." It's, it's, it's weird. It's like, total sh- B schlock, <laughs> oh, yeah. but it's good B schlock. <laughs> yeah, Shredder. I think Ray Ray Shagul was in it, but it was 
The Joker turns into a cobra. Jeez, <laughs> OP. Yeah, because it was turned into uh, animals. Really? Yeah, so Mr. like Harley Freeze was, turns uh, into a polar bear. Yeah, and Harley <laughs> turns into a hyena, bro. That shit was hilarious. It was great. <laughs> yeah, the ooze gets brought into it. It's, it's. Yeah, so give us more of that. Yeah. Big, stupid fun. Right. I understand the new Blue Beetle movie. That's what it is. It's just big, stupid fun. Give us more of that. Yeah, I'm supposed to see it tomorrow. Yeah, that's yeah. what I understand it is. It's just big, dumb fun. Yeah. Give us big, dumb fun. Right. Make because nobody's going to a superhero movie for Shakespeare. Now, you can do it here and there. The Dark Knight was a very deep movie. Yeah. I think Logan was, too. Logan was a very good movie. That very deep movie. Yeah. On Death, The End of Life. Right. Yeah. It was a great film. You can do stuff like that very well. Some of the best stuff on racism published in the 60s was done in Marvel Comics. Yeah. Some of the very best stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, the empathy, the... the I'm trying to remember what it was Green Arrow, where he find you know, Green, yeah Green Arrow, where he finds out that his sidekick is on dope. That's a great story. Yeah. And and they didn't change anything. They just did. They just told a good story. Right. Give us more of that. Right. I'd love to see that series made into a movie. I think that would be a very very good film. That would be the Green Arrow. Green, Green, Green Arrow. Arrow. Green yeah. Arrow with, with Speedy, I think was his yeah, name. Yeah, Speedy. He had Speedy but gets addicted to, what did he get addicted to again? LSD? Mm, no. This was like the 70s or the 80s. He got addicted to something. It wasn't crack. It was no, too it early for crack. crack. <laughs> no. Was it, was, it, was, it was too early for crack. Yeah. Maybe it was LSD. I don't know. He gets addicted to something. Yeah. And but it was good storytelling. Yeah. Give us more of that. Uh, you know, heroin. heroin, heroin. Oh, that's yeah. dark too. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I I totally agree. I because I, I think I think like Guardians Three is a good example of they did the both. They 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 did the silly humor humor, but also but those films were all very successful. Yeah, there's nothing deep about Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, I think the third one. Well, I think I'll, the I'll third say, one. Say yeah, deep. when they were ending it, I'll they say got, deep, but it was more like it. It, it like was got more. It, yeah. yeah, it was into the character. You like, damn, I feel for Rocket. I feel for a CGI character. I was so hurt, <laughs> man. That thing, it hurts. I was like, oh, that poor raccoon. But yeah, it's yeah. You can you can definitely uh. Best. I'm trying to think of anything recent that was deep. I can't think of I thought that. That, a lot of the uh, recent stuff was just not very good, at least in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, and that uh, wasn't that great. Um, I guess it's not recent. Shazam Joker. was just sort of dumb. Um, yeah. What was that? Who was that? Uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, I thought was. That was, that was, that that was, was a great film. That was good. I, when my friend, but the second one is a musical. Is it? Yeah, well, so they said they said it's not musical. It's, he's going to have, it's going to be certain scenes that's going to be musical, but it's not a musical. So I guess it's going to be a part where the, both of them are. Uh, sharing something and then when they do they go into a musical segment mm-hmm. but it's not supposed to be but I won't be surprised if it's a whole musical either way <laughs> I just say I honestly, I honestly wish they didn't do a second one I think you should have done one and done me personally I think that would have been I. but that's that's one thing too you know as you chase the money because I mean the Joker made a billion, billion dollars, dollars. Yeah. yeah there was no way in heck they were gonna they're gonna try to figure out a sequel to Oppenheimer although yeah. that's definitely uh, a complete story and, and yeah. true to life they're going to try to figure out a sequel. I mean, they're going to put him on the moon or something. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, gee whiz. Yeah. Well, 
in that aspect, they Mattel, since Barbie blew up, they've been trying to launch all their products out. So now they're trying to get like uh, a magic, uh, what's that, eight ball? Well, not not eight ball. What you yeah, call magic eight ball. Yeah, magic eight ball movie. They try and do a what that uh, vision thing. <laughs> they're trying to make a uh, Hot Wheels. I ain't gonna lie, I probably watch it. Uh, GI Joe. I've G- read that. Yeah, I heard the. the well, they they they've Joe done GI Joe. GI Joe is Hasbro. G- Hasbro. Yeah, but GI Joe has done numerous movies in the yeah. past. Yeah, and that's I like nothing new. Really? Some well, of them good, and some of them, the, the animated ones good. were pretty good. Like, I, 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 I love GI Joe. I don't know what's. I don't know. Maybe not the movies, but I definitely. The animated films were pretty good, though, with the GI Joe's. But I do like the DC animated movies. I love those. I do like those. Batman Under the Red Hood could be one of the best Batman films. That ever. was great. I watched that actually uh, last week. I was like, "This is this is a great movie." It was very, that was very well done. Batman yeah, Mask of the Phantasm is that's a classic to movie. me. And they did their 30th anniversary uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was a big bomb when it hit the theaters, but yeah. but people discovered it on home video and went, "Holy crap!" I mean, you know, this is great. Have you watched that? No. <laughs> Oh, sit down with him and watch yeah. Oh my God, we're making a night out of yeah, this. It's a short movie. It's like an hour and twenty minutes. It's short. It's, yeah, well, all those animated films were short. Yeah, short. Yeah. But that Which was I like, would I wouldn't mind. I was just complaining to him. Movies are just getting too long for me. If now. I can find that costume, I would love to be Mask of the Phantasm. That would be great. Chucky's soul. That dude is ah. Uh, your angel of death, death awaits you, bro. It's great, man. <laughs> it's really a good film, but how people are killed in it. Like that guy having that big tombstone. Oh, I didn't realize the that. Angel I, that falls on. I didn't realize that as a kid, but as an adult, I'm like, oh, he's fucking dead. He's murdered. <laughs> I can't believe it's so funny. Well, they even showed some scenes like when they, you know, in the, the old man and they pull the newspaper away, and it's obvious he's very, very dead. Very. Oh, my God. This thing. Oh, oh we got to make it. Uh, <laughs> Joker has that camera on and says, Whoops, Whoops, you're not Batman at all. <laughs> oh, when he beat the home with a balloon. <laughs> oh, fuck, this was great. Yeah, we're making a day out of this. Right. getting out of that. Sounds but good. yeah, yeah. But it's also say. sort of sad. Very, it is very where Bruce, sad. Where Bruce Wayne is crying at the grave of his parents. Well, that's, like, that's not I never expected to be happy. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. heavy stuff. Yeah, that is man. super heavy. Oh and the girl gosh. comes up and she says, maybe they sent me. Yeah. You know? That's what you're like. Oh, dang. <laughs> great movie. It's really good. No, that. you're missing something. You're I would say it. if I made a list of the best Batman films ever made, that'd be number two. Only behind The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight's a masterpiece. Yeah. But I would say my number two would be Mask of the Phantasm. Number three would probably be Under the Red Hood. Yeah. I like The Dark Knight Returns part one and two. So. That was good, too. Yeah. Aren't you, isn't it a little late? Aren't you out a little late on a school night, young lady? <laughs> <laughs> She's just sort of sitting there in that tank, and Superman's ripped like half of it all. Oh, She's yeah. like, ah, <laughs> that was great. Oh, we need Bruce Wayne just like an old lady. Whatever he's fighting is great, man. Oh, great film. Good it's film. great. It's great. Yes. I'll have to watch it. Not to watch. Have you have any favorites? Because we've been, you know, you have nothing. I, you have I, no favorites. I don't, uh, you, you know, I wasn't prepared. 
but you have nothing in your heart right now. What's your favorite? What favorite? What? Any? <laughs> DC I, Marvel? I can't think of any. You know, we should we should play the game with them, the brackets. Oh was, yeah, that's that what we should have did. But I should have made one. Yeah, uh, they always come back. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, we would love that. <laughs> I don't mind doing these things. I really don't. <laughs> Uh, we don't mind doing them with you. Okay. See, I started a small press back in the 80s. And of course, that dates me because I'm old. Um, I used to put out a fanzine and for the kids. A fanzine used to be a paper thing like called a magazine. It was written by fans. And it was actually printed on paper. You didn't have to turn on anything. Okay. And you would get these in the mail. And I used to publish one. And of all things, Christian heavy metal. Don't joke. And... I worked in that field. That's basically how I got started in this, as dumb as that sounds. Um, and um, I was I, I was able to go to something that was called Cornerstone Music Festival, which was basically in that field was the alternative music festival in that field. Basically, they had anything that wasn't pop music. Mm. You it was it was like sort of if you can imagine attending something that would be a cross between a world world music festival, Lollapalooza and the new England hardcore and death metal festival. <laughs> if you can picture that in one event, that was cornerstone. And then, then add Jesus. <laughs> that was cornerstone. It's and a yes, it is a very weird event, but it was great. I loved it. I used to go every year. And, um, but I had a magazine and they would give me press passes. And I was able to go and do press coverage like everybody else. All the bigger names, ABC, NBC, all that kind of stuff. All the kind of things was there. I never forgot how that felt. That was pretty neat. And I told myself, if I ever get the opportunity to pass that feeling on to other people, I'm going to do it. Then this came up. That's why we're very liberal with our press passes, where I was like, you have 75-person podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool. Sweet. Sweet. So we're not worried about it. So the, you know, it's not like you know, you know, some people are like, oh, I don't, I don't want you there unless you have at least five thousand subscribers or something. And I'm like, no, man, yeah. I don't, I don't believe in that. I don't, I, I don't think that's the right thing to do. Yeah. I mean, we would like to go there, but you know, we also <laughs> want to evolve, take our time, do what we got to do. Like, yeah, well, and and you know, you can still get press passes and do interviews. Yeah, you can still get them. I mean, it's not that hard. All you do is just write Rosie, and she. uh I can give you the email okay. if you want it. And then all you do is you just say, hey, we want free passes. And she says, okay. All you got to do is prove you're legit. Legit. <laughs> and um, publishing recent, recent yeah. you know, right. fairly often. Yeah, we had a podcast, yeah. but the last time we posted was five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you don't mind. <laughs> we get half a dozen of that every year. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> you were joking. This for real. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that that doesn't We wouldn't consider that a joke. We'd sit there and say another one. <laughs> Man, no, nah, no. Nah, we try to do ours weekly as possible. Yeah. Well, weekly, yeah. cl- close enough for us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even yeah. monthly, we're like good enough. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just come in, you know, and you can be like, you know, we can see if, you know, you can actually apply for uh, interviewing certain celebrities. Mm. Usually, the lower hanging fruit you're going to get better luck with than Tom Kenny, for instance. Right. Uh, uh, although Tom Kenny is committed to doing two interviews, but I don't know what he'll probably end up being on the local news. That would make the most sense. Yeah. You know, because people would be like, Oh my God, that's SpongeBob. Right. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. <laughs> oh, that face was great. <laughs> I can see that. I'm serious. And, you know, and, 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 you know, and, 
That's why we, you know, the morning news, Friday morning, we're running people all over the place for ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, NPR, uh, you know, whatever we get, radio, mm-hmm. whatever the heck we can find. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, Friday morning from eight in the morning to about 11, it's just crazy because we're running celebrities everywhere. Oh, <laughs> I mean, every kind of station you can think of, you know. So, but yeah, I mean, don't be afraid to apply. But anyway, oh, we'll leave that. We'll leave that there. Yeah, we're definitely that. That actually leads the average in. fan listening. This doesn't care about that. <laughs> the the next question I had with that though is like during the convention, like what is what is your role as the director of it all? Like I'm sure you're busy. <laughs> I put out all the fires. Yeah, I deal with all the crap that the average fan would not want to deal with. Everyone, you know, people hear my job and they go, "Oh my god, you've got the coolest job in the world." No, <laughs> no, I ain't think that. I ain't think that. <laughs> no, because you are, are like the most responsible one. I'm, if anything has, goes somebody, wrong, it's your ass. Somebody <laughs> has to be the accountant at the circus. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, um, I'm the guy who's dealing with spreadsheets, bookings, legal accounting, all that boring crap that all of you hope you don't have to do in your life. That's what I do for a living. <laughs> it's just our final product is a lot of fun. I got a brother who uh, he's a CFO of a boxing company in Boston. Not boxing is in fist fighting. Boxing is in making boxes for oh, aim toothpaste. Okay. That makes more sense. <laughs> okay. They call it a boxing company, but it's not like an actual fight. Yeah. Oh, I'll definitely I'm still thinking say boxing. That, yeah. His product is Boston. boring as hell. <laughs> <laughs> aim toothpaste boxes. They do them by the billions. Uh, right. Okay. But we have the same job. We do the same crap. Contracts, accounting, bookkeeping, legal. Dealing with emails, blah, blah, blah. It's all the same thing. Yeah. It's just my end product's a hell of a lot more fun than his end product. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I have to deal with all the crap at the show. Kids who, you know, you know, medical emergencies, um, pedophiles. Yeah, they got dark real quick. Yeah. Um, and you. you get one or two of those idiots a year that we have to either toss out or Send to the send with the police, right? You know, depends on what they're doing. Yeah, usually they're a lot less. They're pretty. T- a lot of them are pretty tame, and they're easy to spot. And I hate to say it, because they look a lot like me. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not a pedophile, <laughs> um, but they do. It's usually mid fifties guys, usually a little or or a lot overweight, dressed like a kid. <laughs> But the thing that usually gives them away is they have a very nice camera. Uh, very mm. nice. They're not shooting with your cell phones. Right. They are shooting with thousand dollar yeah. icons. They're they they're they you know, because they want to get the best picture possible right. of that 12-year-old girl. And right. that's sick as hell. Yeah. But we have to deal with it. And they're usually are pretty easy to spot because when they're shooting pictures, if it's just someone going around shooting normal pictures, whatever. Yeah. But it's guys who want to line up a bunch of 12-year-old girls. Right. Oh, and then a picture of you. And then there was a guy caught at this at a show in Michigan. I won't say which one. Just a couple months ago. And um, what he was doing was he was using his camera and he was shooting 12, 13 year old girls and he was focusing in on their uh, boobs. Jeez. And um, you get this stuff. And the thing, the worst part about it was it was a vendor and a person oh, who was involved man. Oh, man. and he was involved in another show out of state. 
Jeez. And I'm like, so this guy is, you know, you got to watch for that kind of crap, right. you know, and then you get the occasional, you know, the stupid stuff you got to do in between. Like, oh, I've got a couple clubs that are squabbling right now because they don't like the leader of one club and they're all like screaming, you should ban this guy. And I'm like going, you know, <laughs> is this the kind of crap you should have gotten over when you were like 14? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, we periodically get. A 13 or 14 year old kid that says we should ban their ex boyfriend or girlfriend <laughs> because they said no to him and no, no to him to go to the prom. Right. <laughs> you know, we get that, but, but you know, a 13 year old has an excuse, a 14 year old has an excuse. Yeah. They don't have the life experience. Right. When you're dealing with the same thing with 45 year olds, <laughs> you sit there and you go, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. I and I have to deal with that kind of stuff all the time. Jeez. All the time. Yeah. And then, of course, there's all the contracts. And of course, there's millions of details right. millions and millions of details and i mean if it tells you anything the average show we put all the contracts together for celebrities that it's 18 inches thick jeez i print it all out it's 18 inches thick and um every and everybody has different details i mean every you know like dumb things like there are some you know we got a celebrity this year that needs a uh armed security guy not a security guy an armed one. He wants a guy with a gun. Interest. And that's fine because I'm generally speaking pro 2A, so it doesn't bother me too much. Yeah. Um, but some fans, they see some guy armed. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> you know, they're like, oh my God, you know, and they think that the end of the world's gonna be here. But I'm like, going, well, it's a professional. Yeah. Probably be a Grand Rapids cop. Right. You know, and uh, the guy's not going to go out and go, yeah, like, right, yeah, like Yosemite Sam or something. You know what I mean? Come on. Right. Come on. Not because you see a Yosemite Sam person. But, oh, God, here we go. That's so, when you drive. That's when you start talking to him. Come here. <laughs> I got questions. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, so, so you get those kind of issues. You get, um, you know, there's, there's medical emergencies. I have to deal with them. And. Mm. You get all kinds of dumb stuff. Mostly it's kids who forget to take their medication. They get overexcited. Then they have a, excuse me, a seizure on the floor. Yeah. Happens every year. Yeah. We ha I have to pay two paramedics about $3,000 every year to sit at the show. Jeez. To, for that, for a couple kids that are going to have seizures. Mm. So I cover myself legally. Yeah. Cost three grand every year. Yeah. Every year. Um, but there was like last year, there was a, 25 year old kid mm. who I don't think has exercised a day in his life. His friends told me his diet was Coca-Cola and, and uh, Doritos. He weighed about 400 pounds. Um, and he had two friends that he went with that were, they ran track. Oh. Now this 400 pound fat dude is trying to keep when I'm a fat dude. So this <laughs> is, so don't think I'm picking on this. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah, but Fat dudes should not be trying to keep up with track stars. No, right? no. <laughs> and there's, he's trying to keep up with his track friends. 25 years old. That's all he was. 25. And he got to an entrance and went, oh, had a corner. He dropped right in the middle of the middle of the hall. Holy right crap. in the middle of the floor. We had to bring in, you know, we had to haul him to a hobby. We weren't 100% sure he was going to live. Jeez. Um, but you also get dumb stuff. And here's another dumb story. This is one of our favorite dumb stories. Cause it was one year we thought we had a bomb threat. Oh, wow. <laughs> and oh no, this, this story's really dumb when you get to the end of it. So take it for what it's worth. So they're like, so we, we, 
they're like, okay, we got to show you something, Mark. You know, we got to, we got a problem. You know, there's codes when you talk to the thing. If they say, Mark, we have a problem, it's got to have my undivided attention. Mm. They're like, we think we have a bomb. I'm like, oh, shit, where is it? So they direct me to it. So I walk over to it when police are already gathering around it, backpack strapped to a pole. So they're like, what do we have to do? Let's evacuate the building. Police are there. The FBI is there. Bomb sniffing dogs are on the way. The ATF is on the way. Jeez. Okay. This is on Friday night, just before we closed. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I'll go and do an announcement and get the building cleared. So I go to do the announcement. I literally get to the microphone. And then in my little PA, like, Mark, abort, 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 abort. <laughs> I'm like, what's wrap? Problem solved. Come up front. But how do we solve a bomb? <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> Turns I didn't hear out, boom. <laughs> this panel ends, and out of this panel steps a 13-year-old kid. Okay? 13-year-old kid. Cuts through the police line, unstraps the bag, puts it on his back, and starts walking out the door. <laughs> and the police are like, what the hell are we watching? <laughs> So they stop the kid and the kid thinks that the police thinks he's shoplifted. He says, oh, no, man. I mean, these are just action figures. I bought. I haven't ever received. And the police start searching him. And he's like, what the hell is going on? He has no clue. So the police had to tell him we thought his bag was a bomb. <laughs> now the kid realizes what's going on and he comes to the conclusion that I'm going to bust rocks at Leavenworth for the rest of my life because I'm stupid. <laughs> And this kid is surrounded by cops. The FBI is there. The bomb dogs have shown up. And the kid, and the kid has to resort to the last defense mechanism he has because he has nothing left. He starts to cry. Because yeah. what do you got when you're 13 and that's your situation? <laughs> but his big thing was he didn't care about the cops. He didn't care about the FBI. He's like, don't tell my dad. He'll kill me. <laughs> Now, I could have had this. I could have ruined this kid's life for yeah. being a dipsh for being a dummy. Yeah. And the, and the, the police are like, "What do we do with him?" Yeah. I said, "Let him go." Right. Yeah. <laughs> he just wants he's to a think thirteen it. year old dummy, <laughs> and all he did was he did something stupid. I'm not gonna punish this kid for the rest of his life because he <laughs> fucked up. Right. Yeah. And he didn't hurt anybody. Right. Yeah. So the police let him go. He runs out the door. I'm sure he's never come back. <laughs> if you see him, would you recognize him? I doubt it. He was 13 at the time. Yeah. This was several years ago. No, he's, was... he's probably 19, 20 years old now. <laughs> 17, he's probably at least 18 now. Jeez. But um, if he's there, we, we leave and to... we shake our head. And I'm just like, what a dumb thing. But Saturday morning I came in and someone brought it up and I just started laughing. I said, oh, come on. That was funny. Yeah. They're like going, that's not funny. I said, yeah, it actually is. It's funny because no bomb went off. It's hilarious. Yeah. I went, because this kid didn't do anything wrong. He right. just didn't think. Yeah. So you get that kind of crap. Yeah. But you also get, you know, lost kids. We try to make a joke of it, though, every time we're like, we, we call it a lost parent. <laughs> yeah. Then we explain the kid and we're like, OK, parent, you you got distracted. You lost your kid. Right. This is where he is. And basically what I'm doing right now is we are feeding him chocolate. <laughs> we're going to give him a double shot of espresso and a puppy, <laughs> a mastiff puppy. <laughs> we'll eat 50 pounds of food a week. Oh, go. my God. I like in your job. You better get your kid before I buy him a puppy. Right. 
And lo and behold, those parents come running because yeah. they're like, oh my God, he's actually going to do it. <laughs> and there was this one time, it was great. This It was a nine-year-old kid who got lost. And he was supposed to be watched by his 13, 14-year-old brother. Mm. And the dad comes in with a 13, 14-year-old brother. Smacks him on the side. <laughs> Not hard, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like, you know, and the kid's like, what? And he goes, you were supposed to be watching him. He says, dad. You put me and, and and you put me and him in a gaming room and told us to stay there for an hour. This was inevitable. And the dad's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the parents are kind of just big kids, you know. Yeah. There's another time too. And if we're going to be R rated, I'll be R rated with this one. We had a fifteen. We had two fifteen-year-old kids who decided that the bathroom at our show after hours was a great place to fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And they're in the bathroom sitting on a toilet and this probably pretty innocent 15 year old girl is entertaining her boyfriend. (laughs) Our security coordinator figured out what was going on. They're in a stall and he decides that he needs to do something to help, you know, so with the grace of a gazelle, <laughs> he kicks down the door. <laughs> this girl, and they're both buck-ass naked. She's riding him. <laughs> and he's like, out. And the boy's quite proud of himself. He's like, yeah, I'm scoring, yeah! Right. The girl's embarrassed to hell. Yeah, she I'm realizes sure. that, oh my God, I screwed up. Yeah. And, you know, they're 15-year-olds. What are you going to do? So we have them in the the security area. and Neither one of them ever ride home, so we have to call parent. Oh, geez. We called the girl's dad. Oh, this is going to be great. (laughs) And you should have seen his, when we told him what happened, you should have seen the man's face. If I could put a picture next to the phrase wrath of God, <laughs> it would be that man's face. I was scared when he walked in the room. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and the girl is just so, daddy, I'm so sorry. Go ahead, you finish that. She's like, shut up. <laughs> and the boy, he went from, yeah, I'm a score to, oh, my God, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. And, uh. If that man had 40 acres and a backhoe, you would never find that kid. (laughs) I was that, I bet that girl was still grounded to this day. Because that dad was B, because he showed up in pajamas. Boy, was he mad. I've never seen a man more mad in my life without throwing things across the room or killing somebody. He was just beside himself. He didn't Jeez. know what. I, I don't know what. I don't know if that boy made it home alive. I yeah, honestly don't yeah, know. No. Did, he didn't Wait. have to ride with him, did he? Well, the uh, I, I, I almost would have loved to have been a fly in the wall. But I bet that ride home was silent. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that nobody said a word except for maybe the father. Right, yeah. yeah because, you know, I mean, the boy's father, we thought about calling the boy's parents, but then... You know, this kid was so cocky <laughs> and it was sort of a life lesson for us because, yeah. you know, he didn't get to yeah. finish. <laughs> so we probably averted a teen pregnancy. That night. <laughs> we probably really did because this girl was, it was bareback the whole yeah. bit, yeah. you know, and, and if we would have called the, if the way the boy was acting, I was afraid that the dad was a frat guy, you know, yeah, yeah my son's story. <laughs> Kids can learn nothing. Yeah. When we saw the woman's dad, it's like, oh, yeah. shit. Confront the girl's father? That's a different animal. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he probably would... I, I, I would not be surprised if he would have killed him. That would not have surprised me. 
He didn't, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so. And we know. <laughs> but we've also had, like, there was another one. This is just a real weird case. I mean, I can go talk about this all night. Um, <laughs> we got a letter once on a celebrity that we bring in, an artist, mm-hmm. okay, a, a comic guest. And he sent this real long letter about how this guy was a jerk and this, that, and the other thing. And he was, you know, he was talking about how he, you know, he had Asperger's syndrome and this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, we, we should ban the guy. Okay. And I, and I have to, I have to take all these things seriously because if you ignore them, mm. there's going to be that one that the guy was actually right. Right. Yeah. You can't ignore it. But I have, my bachelor's degree is in sociology specializing in abnormal. And I've taken a lot of abnormal psychology classes. I read the guy's letter and I'm like, there's something wrong here because the personal assistant, not the guest that he's complaining about, but the person, the personal assistant of the guest was mentioned four times in two paragraphs. Why in the world would that matter? Right. We did some homework and we found out that the guy who wrote the letter assaulted the girl in three States she literally moved across the country to get away from him. And he was doing what's called third party stalking. Uh-huh. And it was basically, what do you do when you want to stalk somebody and you have no way to contact them anymore? You stalk their friends, you stalk their family, you stalk their business associates, you, 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 stalk, you stalk their associates. Yeah. And that's what this guy was doing. He graduated it to the point now where he was stalking, where she was making a living. Because she's an editor for a right. fairly big independent publisher. And um, his job was she would get his attention by destroying the main person she was working for. Huh. And you know the old saying, negative attention is better than none. Right. And that's the way he looked at it. Jeez. And of course I figured it out. I called him out and I banned him from the show. And oh my God, he was all over the internet about how big of an asshole I was. <laughs> and I basically told him, I said, I've got all this evidence, all these reports, blah, blah, blah. I said, I, I just told him in a private email. I said, if you say one more word online, you will have a website yeah. and I will publicly destroy your reputation. Jeez. I mean, and the guy to this day has never said a word about it again. I'm sure. Sure. Why? <laughs> because, and I, and I even send him some of the stuff. It's like, I got police reports. I got this. I got this. All I have to do is put it on a website and publish the URL. Right. All I got to do. Right. And your life is over. Yeah. In this field, it's over. Yeah. yeah Alex. <laughs> well, you got any more things you want to ask or? I know I've been rambling for no, a while. No, you're good. Oh, no, you're, good. you're good. Um, I tend to run very long in these things. I would. The only question I was going to ask you already answered earlier was like, are you guys working on anything new? And you the big about thing is the Nerds Night, Night Out thing. That's going to be the big thing. Um, there is, we're not ready to talk about what genre it's going to be yet, but we're looking at doing a third convention starting in 2025. Uh, that would be a summer event. And this would be in Kalamazoo at the convention center in Kalamazoo that we used in April. And the reason we would use that is because we also want to have camping at this show. Oh, okay. And that place has a hundred acre campground Yeah, as part of it. So that would turn into a giant after hours party. That would be cool. But that's sort of what yeah. this is going to be sort of geared toward it. Right. 
this would not be a show for the kids. Yeah, it would, be, it would be a little more of a mature event and we would make sure the parents knew that, you know, it's like, don't let your kids hang out there at night. Right. Probably not the best idea. Yeah. Not saying that you're going to get raped or anything crazy, but you know, there's, Adult probably, beverages. Gonna, there's probably going to be a lot of partying. Right. Some um, Klingon beers. Uh, I mean, different kind of beers, but yeah, there'd, there'd be a lot of beer. Um, Black Panther beer. You know, and with the after hours stuff, um, you know, the goal eventually is to encompass most of downtown Grand Rapids. Yeah. And, you know, and we've got full cooperation for everybody right down to the police department. I mean, everything. It's so neat that, you know, and it sort of goes back to the full fruition thing because, 2006 this was all in that crazy idea yeah this november i actually get to do it that's all awesome. it took i guess that's part of the lesson here is don't give up on the dreams it took 17 years to get here because yeah. i wrote it in 2006 so it's taken 17 years but it's here now yeah and i'm gonna sort of relish in this year i could be a complete bomb <laughs> but I don't think so, judging by what we potentially have booked. Then if that all works and we think it will, because um, we think the two that we got picked, we think are both going to be really good and they're both going to help a lot with social networking and they're both very active in social networking, which is really what we need with something like this because these are not cheap. Right. But we all feel these are this is the right stuff for a starting point. Mm -hmm. And then if it launches the way we think it's going to, um, it's going to make this show very unique. Yeah. It'll definitely be the most unique show in the Midwest. Um, it'll be sort of compared to Dragon Con, because if you ever if you ever go to Dragon Con, um, the show is like any other show. Right. You know, a lot of people bring their kids, blah, 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 blah. But everybody gets a babysitter at six o'clock. Because that's when the parties happen. Yeah. And then at that point, it becomes adult party. Yeah. And I'm not saying that we're going to go that far with it, but I can't control the unofficial parties that will be happening everywhere. I give it a couple of years. Yeah. They're going to be everywhere. Yeah. Um, we'll control the official parties, mm -hmm. you know, but the unofficial stuff. And a lot of people are going to want to go to the unofficial stuff because that's where the... <laughs> <laughs> the, the stuff that you know we're not going to talk about <laughs> is going on the downright crazy rowdiness um because we hear the stories at Yumacon and assorted other places where they have a lot of unofficial parties and their unofficial parties are pretty nuts <laughs> um and we're and we understand that's going to happen but we also with the official stuff we feel we can you know i mean like you know like we're going to do a big dance I mean, we're going to do a dance starting in 2024 that's going to be held at the intersection Nice. Official after party be a big dance. We're not sure what kind of theme we're going to go with yet. Uh, but we're going to do one of those a year starting next year, not this year. But that's going to be held at the intersection, which holds 75, 80 raves a year. Right. Sure does. Right. They know what to do. Yes, they definitely <laughs> they know do. what to do. So what we do, what we're going to do is we're just going to hire their staff and tell them run it. Right. And we just hire the DJ. That's yeah. it. All I have to do. And then they run the rest. Nice. And that's sort of the way we're going to work with all this kind of stuff. The beer release parties will be at a bar. Yeah. Why? They have all the licensing. They know how to handle things. They know they know when they see drunks, blah, 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 blah. Right. That makes sense. The all ages stuff will be at things like Skeletons and St. Cecilia's Hall. Neither one of them serve alcohol. Works out great. Yeah. So we just keep the, you know, so we can keep the booze out of those, <laughs> out of those shows. Yeah. Sure. You know? 
Um, we're looking at doing an all ages dance, but you got to find a, a place that does that kind of crap that doesn't have alcohol. Right. That's, that's tricky. That's I'm sure. I don't know where in the world I'm going to find that. Right. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't think of a place that does that. Well, at least in Grand Rapids, got well, we thought about renting like the Harris Building. They have that big wedding reception hall on the top, which is real oh, cool retro yeah. building, and then do something retro themed. Yeah, that would be like all ages because we can control the alcohol. But then the problem you get into is I have to bring in a light show. I have to bring in all the PA gear. Right, I have to bring in there. a whole ton of the tech that, quite frankly, I don't want to deal with. Right. Um, while at the intersection. It's all there. Yeah. All they do is flip a switch and it's running. <laughs> yeah. And that's part of the rent. So You're good. Sounds so right. we're good. So why, why did now? I mean, you know, who knows? We might do, you know, we talked to the pyramid scheme about it. We got to be 21 to get in the pyramid scheme. So mm. turning their bar off. Oh my God. They won't even, they won't even discuss that. No, right? no, no, no. Um, <laughs> you know, and same thing with 20 Monroe. They don't want to do that. Right. Because that's where they make their money. They make their money in the bar. Even yeah. if we did like, because uh, the intersection has something called a $5 bottomless soda, which is basically for you put five bucks on your ticket at any show mm-hmm. and you get a soda cup that is listed as a bottomless soda and they will fill soda all night hmm. at no charge. You can drink 50 of them. I don't even know They don't that. care. That's a lot of sugar. They'll, <laughs> they'll, 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 fill, they'll fill it all night. Jeez. No problem. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'd like to find something like that, but right now that's that's been a little tricky. Yeah. Cause I can already hear all the 16-year-old kids. Can you have a dance for us too? <laughs> I can already hear it. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure that out before we even get to the point where we're saying, Hey, we're gonna do dances. Right. Cause you know, we want to have one for the 21 and up crowd, because you know they deserve that. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have, you know, the 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 25-year-old and 30-year-olds don't want to be sharing a dance floor with 15-year-olds. Right. I don't want to do that. Yeah. And you, and you can't blame them. Yeah, I don't blame them. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want I wouldn't, to either. Yeah. So we so we're thinking we're gonna do it. We're gonna do two of them. We're gonna do one that's twenty one and up, and the other one's gonna be all ages. Yeah, makes sense. And the guys who are twenty two that are dating nineteen year olds, well, you're just gonna have to take your girl to the all ages one. You ain't getting into the bar one. No. Right. Not with her. You can go by yourself. You ain't going with her. Yeah. That'll be all right. Yeah, that'll be fine. They'll figure it out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's right. get her a great fake ID. That's a whole different story. The intersection is pretty damn good at uh, blocking that kind of stuff. There's a reason why they've been in business for 50 years and have no alcohol strikes. Right. Ooh. There's right. a reason why. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Because they know what they're doing. Right. And that's why we really like that. It's a nice thing about all this, all this downtown stuff. And I know you guys want to get me out of here, but <laughs> the... Um, it's built right for us yeah. because there's enough clubs and enough, that kind of thing where we can do a ton of official parties yeah. and there's enough hotels around where, where we could bring in a lot of travelers right. they can run all the room parties. They freaking want to. Right. Yeah. No problem. You definitely and have I'm the sure infrastructure there, I'm, for there's it. room parties at our yeah. show already. It's just not as prevalent. It will probably become that way in a couple of years. Actually, I don't know why I just think of, but the, the Klingon beer, I think Tin Can would be a good place to do that. That's okay. Just, Tin can, yeah. I think that'd be a good place to do it. But yeah, I didn't even think of them. I could talk to them. Yeah. Because we've talked to a couple bars. We talked to a couple that are really close to the facility. Just made sense for proximity reasons. Yeah. Can't even get them to respond to me. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. And I'm like going, you know, I mean, because you know, we're talking about we'll fill the place. Right. I mean, but it could be they're already looking at it, going, Well, you're gonna fill it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's fair. 
So why would we do anything special? Like to fill it more? Right. <laughs> yeah. It only makes sense. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, we're trying to figure all that out right now. Yeah. So, I mean, this literally was just proposed to us this week. So we're like, yeah, we can do it. We've done beer releases before. Mm-hmm. We did a sci-fi themed one for uh, uh, the Bob. Yeah. <laughs> that was like five years ago, though. Uh, Went pretty well for them, too. I mean, they ordered something like a couple hundred cases or something like that. And over the weekend, they sold them all. Jeez. You know, they made it a special. And, you know, because uh, I don't know if they still I don't know if they still run it. I think it was a limited run, but. I doubt it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they, they probably wouldn't do that. Yeah. Anyway. I don't think so. So we think that's going to be neat when we get that launched. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty neat. Looking forward to it. Well, I guess be, before we end it, are there for those who do listen, maybe don't know how to find you? How would they find you? How do they get in contact with your team? Sure, tickets, all that stuff. www.grcomiccon. That's g r c o m i c c o n dot com. Cool. Real simple. Yeah. And then we're also on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and. Yes. It's not Twitter anymore. I was going to call it Twitter, and I'm like, it's not Twitter anymore. I like you sounded dumbfounded. I didn't find it out until Yeah. Yeah, I did read, I think this is interesting, that uh, Elon Musk is attempting to buy xvideos.com's URL, which is the world's biggest adult. It's a portal site. (laughs) He wants to buy that, and that's going to be the official. one of the top 10 sites in the world, apparently. It's easily the highest ranked. Yeah. I thought I thought it was Pornhub, but yeah. it's it's X videos is the highest ranked porn site in the world. <laughs> and um he wants to buy the URL and he's willing to pay millions for it. That's that's fine. But X videos is like we're not for Yeah, we're good. Right. Yeah. We, we, make more, we, we like what we're doing right now. <laughs> just is just one of those bizarre but then Elon Musk, I mean, the man doesn't know it's how to do Elon anything Musk. normal. He yeah, just doesn't know how. He's yeah. past that normal. Yeah. He's very, very He is a yeah. DC villain. Whether you like him, <laughs> whether you like him or not is completely up to you, but he is his own animal. Yeah. And I think he's quite proud of being his own world. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I I still love that he did the boring company flamethrower just because he wanted a flamethrower that people could buy. I think that's a I thought it was awesome. <laughs> oh, and then he literally the first day he comes in there, he literally carried a sink in. It was like some kind of statement where he's like, I'm gonna clean house. <laughs> yep, I remember and, that. Too. And that's exactly what he did. And to be honest, the funny thing is now is yeah, he was criticized for cutting his staff from 7,000 to what, 250? Something like, uh, so, yeah, it was, was something it drastic like that. Yeah. But Twitter ran as normal. Right. Yeah. And now Meta has done the same thing. Yep. Instagram has done it. Right. And there's quite a few other companies that are literally just, I mean, tech right now used to be the field to go into. And now there's a lot of unemployed tech guys. Yeah. Especially in California because they all worked out of San Francisco. And right. those companies have just, yeah, like, shrunk. <laughs> as soon as, as soon as Elon Musk did it, Mark Zuckerberg looked at it and said, "Yeah, I could save a hell of a lot of money with the same thing." <laughs> right. And before you knew it, he laid off twelve thousand people, and he did it all in one stroke. Yeah, he so, literally laid off seventy five percent of his staff in just one, one day. Yeah. One day, gone <laughs> crazy. At least Elon Musk did it little by little. Yeah, and let <laughs> everybody know. <laughs> he made a statement. Before yeah, and he did apparently, it. <laughs> apparently, from what I read with the Meta people, they didn't even see it coming. They had no clue. Right. Yeah. No clue that. He was going to lay people off. They just, he just called a big corporate meeting. Everyone showed up and he said, okay, 
open up your envelope and see if you're still here. Have a good day. And he walked off the stage or something like that. And, Jeez. and then like thousands of people are like going, I've been laid off effective now. Clean my desk. And he brought in a horde of security to escort them all out. Crazy. Crazy. That is, yeah. Really crazy, especially with that many people. I know, right? That's funny. It's not funny, but it's funny. Yeah. Also, uh, thank you again for the uh, special sponsor of Stock the, Be- Stock the Bar Vodka. Uh, you're looking very thirsty with the vodka. <laughs> I'm definitely going to give it to a staff member. Yeah, I, don't, I don't drink. Yeah. So it's not, I mean, I have nothing against the vodka. It looks very nice. The bottle's <laughs> cool and that's about as much of a review as I can get. It's really smooth. I like it with a black. It looks really lemonade. smooth. It looks really nice. There's no floaties in it, so that's good. <laughs> um, so it's not moonshine. It's been filtered. Uh, <laughs> but I'm sure Rosie will enjoy it because she is a... She doesn't drink a lot, but when she does drink, she prefers hard liquor. She does not drink uh, beer. That's what? good. She's a hard liquor girl. I like yeah. a girl. It gets good. Well, that's it. This is Karim and Alex of We Have Questions podcast. You already said the other stuff, right? No. Well, I, oh, I, shit. I'm sorry. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at <laughs> whquestionspodcast.gmail.com. Well, we're on all the different uh, podcast stations, podcast channels. Yeah. Media. You know what I mean? Um, and then, yeah, social media, you know where to reach us. And right. join our Discord. <laughs> and join yeah, Discord. Yeah. Until next time. Have a good one. See you. Bye, kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>